a hometown tradition, playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends for the pride and the glory for the name across the front of the jersey. Eagle Country 99.3 is your home for East Central, Lawrenceburg, Milan, and South Dearborn sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Gearing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Survey, Manchester Metals 48, IU East, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Wardway Fuels, and Ortho Cincy. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Welcome to the D.B. Milan, Indiana. Brand new turf field just getting broken in here a couple weeks ago in the home of Hoosier Hysteria. Tonight, the Indians bringing in the Madison Cubs in a high school football Friday night showdown of independent teams. No conference affiliation, but plenty of pride still on the line tonight between these two high school football teams. Hello, everybody. Good evening, and thanks for joining us for High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and heard worldwide at EagleCountryOnline.com. With the coach, Chuck Thomas, I am Mike Furlberg. We do thank you for tuning in today on Eagle Country 99.3. Milan Indians at 0-3, welcoming in the 1-2 Madison Cubs. Chuck, something's got to give. Can the Indians get in the win column tonight? I think they feel pretty confident, um, but I think uh, Madison also feels pretty confident. Uh, both teams uh, are kind of reeling. Now, one of the losses from uh, for the Cubs was from William County and Kentucky. Now, they're the number three rated team in the state, so you can discount that one. Uh, and they've lost one and won one. Milan's been on the cusp of the first two games against uh, uh, Batesville and against uh, – who am I missing here? Morrisburg. Mor- no, not last week. The one before that. Uh, Rushville. Rushville. Uh, they could, they could, they were right there. Could have possibly won either one of those. And they played a really good quarter against Lawrenceburg. So um, I, I'm interested to see what happens tonight. I think on paper it seems to be pretty evenly matched. Well, the defense has been the Achilles heel for the Milan Indians this season, giving up an average of 37 points per game through the first three weeks of this 2022 season. They lost week one at Rushville, 41-35, within a touchdown there. Uh, August 26th, they lost that one at home, opening up the new turf field here at the TP against their in-county rival, the Batesville Bulldogs, 22-16 to was the score again, within one score. And then last week against Lawrenceburg, well, Lawrenceburg ran wild on the Indians, outscoring them 49 49- to 12 at the pit in the Spirit City. But tonight, Milan back on their home field, and they're facing a Madison team that comes in at 1-2. and two. Take a look at the Milan Indians. Quarterback, Braden Rorig. He is kind of where it begins and ends on the offense for the Milan Indians. Through the air this season, 26-59. to 59, That's a 44% completion percentage. One touchdown through the air has thrown one interception, but... He can also get it done with his legs. 21 carries for 118 yards, averaging 5.6 yards per carry for the Milan QB, Rorig. 
Uh, he's a, he's a, a, a well-rounded player. Another one, though, that is key uh, that didn't play last week against uh, the Tigers is Riley Johnson, who is their leading rusher, I do believe. Uh, and he, w- he was having a real good year and then got hurt. Now, uh, we talked to Coach before Michael did, and uh, apparently he's back from that injury. Maybe, what did he say, not, maybe not 100%, but pretty close. Yeah. And Riley is the team's leading rusher despite missing significant time in one of their three games. 40 carries, 276 yards. He's averaging about seven yards per tote. Also leads the team with three touchdowns this season. On the defensive side for the Milan Indians, well, this is where they've had trouble, certainly. But leading the defense is Ethan Pierce coming into tonight with a team leading 28 tackles, two tackles for losses this season, and he also has a sack. Good to, uh, you know. It's kind of a, a a real contrast where Milan's have been, you know, has their deficiencies mostly been on defense. Uh, on the other side, uh, the Cubs, their offense has been anemic. I think they've scored one touchdown. Is that correct? If I'm not mistaken, they've scored two, but one was by the offense and one was off an interception uh, pick six. So um, almost direct opposite uh, of problems, I guess. And Mason Green, watch out for him uh, downfield as well. If you're any offensive team facing the Milan Indians, two interceptions for Mason this season, starting defensive back for the Indians. And Milan does get their kicker back tonight. Injured last week and unable to play against Lawrenceburg was Logan Burton. But we understand from talking with the coaching staff here at Milan that Logan is back on the field tonight on special teams for the Indians. So they'll be glad having him. They were going for two after he scored last week. I've been there. It's not a lot of fun because that that kick is relatively easy and that two-point conversion is not always so. Just on the other side, though, boy, we've been alerted that Madison kicker is an excellent quarterback. I was watching him kicking out here, and he was knocking him in from 40 yards with plenty to spare. So uh, you don't want to get in a, you know, that field position is going to be so important tonight. Clint Hearn, the kicker for Madison, he does uh, have two field goal attempts. He's made them both, the longest one of those being 25 yards. He's also one for two in the PAT. And that's because, well, they've only scored two touchdowns this season, one of them a defensive touchdown. You know, uh, Michael, uh, apparently he's kicking it in the end zone, so that means uh, teams are starting at the 20. In high school, it's tough to go 80 yards without making a mistake. That's a big whooping for the Cubs. Well, Madison, as we said, they come in at one and two under fourth-year head coach Leroy Wilson. They lost at Boyle County to open their season. They had a close game, a loss against South Dearborn in week two, 15 to 12 was the final in that one. And then last week at Carroll County, Madison got a W, seven to six. Yeah, uh, against South Dearborn, they were actually leading at halftime uh, and lost. A lot of odd things happened in that game. Uh, for both teams, but uh, bottom line, 15-12, Knights come out with a win. But they've been, uh, I mean, uh, it's kind of strange. It's the same thing down in Carroll County. Uh, you know, uh, I think that uh, uh, was an odd game, too, I was told. <laughs> Penalties and fumbles and things like that. No, Madison, the wins have been scant, but they are looking to put together a winning streak tonight if they can come into the TPE and defeat the Indians. Madison, one winning season since 1994. That came in 2014 when they went 6-5 and five at the long drought. On the other hand, uh, Coach Lankerman has uh, 15 years in, and he's only had, in those 15 years, he's only had three 
losing seasons. The first two, uh, when early on in, uh, when he took over, and then last year uh, when they toughened up that schedule. If you look at Milan's schedule, they have four 3A teams, uh, two uh, two of the double A teams, and one uh, maybe two uh, other A teams. One of them is uh, Providence. You know that's a Catholic school down there, and they're always tough. Um, so he, they've really toughened up that schedule, and hoping that that will get them ready for the sectional. These two teams met up last year for the first time uh, in a long time. Of course, both these schools, as we mentioned in the intro, they're both independents now. Neither of them conference-affiliated in the sport of football. Milan was with them in Indiana Football Conference uh, in 2020, which was the last year of their affiliation with that conference. And, you know, the Indians won the conference in that final year. But last year they were on their own, back in the same boat this year. Madison, similar story, just recently uh, becoming conference unaffiliated. So they put each other on the schedule for the second time in as many years. Last year it was Madison getting the win, 36 to 19. We'll see if Milan can reverse course there tonight. Other area games occurring across southeast Indiana in Friday night football. Franklin County is at East Central. South Dearborn is at Connorsville tonight. Greensburg at Lawrenceburg. Edinburgh at Switzerland County. And Batesville is at Rushville. We'll try and bring you a score update throughout the evening on those games here on Eagle Country in 99.3. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will talk with the head coach of the Milan Indians. That is Ryan Langferman. Looking for a career win, number 99 tonight. This is high school football on Equal Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's no secret supply chain issues and scarce inventory have caused inflation in pricing vehicles. We've all seen some of the markup dealerships are adding to vehicles, but not at Hag Ford. Ordering your new vehicle at Hag Ford is easy and transparent. Build your vehicle, see the MSRP, and that's what you pay. And on top of that, we are still offering our customers our complimentary oil change and tire rotation program for the life of the vehicle ownership. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Oil change and tire rotation program not included on diesel or dual rear wheel vehicles. Digging deeper to make ends meet? Now you can get a 26% tax credit with a geothermal heat pump system from Climate Master. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping your home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, you'll save up to 70% on your energy bill so the investment quickly pays for itself. Help the environment and help your budget. Call Jeff at Gary or at GaryInc.com. Does your hip or knee pain keep you from taking part in the activities that you love? Orthopedic surgeon William McDonald can help you. He offers total joint replacements at Margaret Mary Health in Batesville. You may be a candidate for a joint replacement if you have severe pain, stiffness, limited motion, or weakness in your joints. Learn more at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. Or call Margaret Mary Health at 812-933-3765. 812-933-3765. Hi, I'm Anna Mormon Eibold, a 2007 graduate of East Central High School and a 2010 graduate of Indiana University East. IU East is affordable with small class sizes, personal attention from professors, and a sense of community. IU East focused on my needs and made me feel connected. IU East can do the same for you at the Larchburg campus, on the Richmond campus, or online. Learn more at iue.edu slash admissions. Hello folks, the Larchburg Summer Event Series presented by Savista Bank features a final premier concert event of the season with the Larchburg Fall Music Fest September 23rd and 24th. 
Enjoy Friday night rock night with ACDC and Def Leppard tribute bands. And Saturday night country night with Brooks and Dunn's tribute band with headliner Granger Smith featuring Earl Dibbles Jr. Events include car show, veteran salute, beer gardens, and food trucks. Don't miss Lawrenceburg Fall Music Fest September 23rd and 24th at the Lawrenceburg Civic Park. Think it's great to know that no appointment is ever needed at OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Lawrenceburg when an injury occurs. Simply walk into OrthoSensi with any sports, work, or everyday injury. OrthoSensi offers extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood, Kentucky, and Eastgate, Ohio. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than an ER visit. Learn more about OrthoSensi walk-in care at orthosensi.com. That's orthosensi with a Y.com. Hey, it's Ron Briel, and we'll start our work week 5 o'clock sharp Monday morning with the Ripley Crossing First Forecast. And at 520, we'll get a little sneaky and go behind the boss's back. Up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Free game show. High school football on Eagle Country 99.3. Tonight, Milan entertaining Madison at the TP. We're joined right now by head coach Ryan Langferman in his 15th year at the helm of the Milan Indians. And, Coach, well, things look a little bit different when I pulled up uh, outside the TP here uh, this afternoon. And uh, that brand-new turf field even has that new turf field smell. Uh, it's got to feel pretty good to have that in. Can you can you tell us the story behind uh, what it took to, to get that nice amenity added for uh, Milan Community Schools and the high school and the football team? Well, I'm not sure we have a time in pregame to talk about what it took to get it done, but I can tell you this. We've been very fortunate that the administration and school board uh, has kept our schools in great shape. And so when this money became available, um, there wasn't a lot of things to go around and fix and update. We did new HVAC. We did, we updated our offices, new roof, all those basic things you have to do. Uh, but it also, now that we're in phase, I think this is phase three now technically, mm-hmm. um, allowing us to do some of the, I guess, fun stuff and allowing us to improve our athletic facilities, the stuff that people really see and notice. And so, right. obviously, the, the field is a big part of that. You can also see the new gym lobby going on. That's going to be awesome, and it's going to change in front of our school. And so, uh, it's it's very exciting uh, having visitor bleachers again, which I'm not sure if Chuck was around the last time we had visiting bleachers here at Milan, but <laughs> I heard it was, you know, early 80s the last time we had visitor bleachers, so it's nice having those back. So, we've they've really gone all in, our superintendent and our school board, and we really appreciate it. All right. Well, yep. Glad to see you guys playing on it tonight. I imagine the players get fired up. Maybe helps uh, get a few more kids to come out and play. Just uh, knowing that they can play on that awesome uh, surface. Well, a, a lot of pride in the community. Um, the, the first home game against baseball. Uh, I haven't seen that many people here in a long time, and the younger kids are excited about it. And um, like we were talking earlier, it's made a big difference in our practices. Being able to have a line field every day and a, and a surface we can play on that's not muddy and has and safe, you know, and has yeah. grass or in this case turf, and um, it's really made a difference. But I know the community has a lot of pride in what's going on. All right, so uh, let's talk about the football season and how that's gone so far. Of course, zero and three coming into tonight. Looking at the scores, seems like uh, giving up scores is something that's been a challenge for your defense in particular. But what's what's kind of what's got to give uh, to get a win on the board? Well, um, it'd be nice to have our offense and defense come the same night. Um, if you want to go back game one, uh, defense did not have a good night. Game two against Batesville, the offense didn't have a good night. One of the scores was a, a pick six by the defense, so the offense struggled moving the ball. And then last Friday, um, I was uh, pretty pleased with how we came out and played Lawrenceburg as far as a physicality standpoint. We had three turnovers in the second quarter. And um, that kind of that obviously lost some momentum, and the game got out of hand after that. Um, but you know, as far as 
yard total yards. We gave them a short field, but I think we're within 30 yards of them. They just put a lot more uh, ball in the end zone a lot more than we did. And so I, I'm not saying that uh, that uh, I'm not taking anything away from Lawrenceburg. They, they they won the game and they beat us. But um, if you really break down the stats and the play by play and stuff. Um, we did okay. And so, uh, you know, my hope tonight is, again, both sides of the ball show up and then we hang on to that football um, because I believe we had four turnovers last week and you're not going to win many games with four turnovers. Well, let's uh, talk about your team a little bit. We'll start on the offensive side. It seems uh, just based on what I'm looking at from in terms of the numbers in the film and everything runs through the quarterback. No surprise there, Braden Rorig. And uh, he's a guy that gets it done not only through the air, but uh, can run it if need be. Yeah, I, I think one of Braden's strong points that people underestimate is his ability to run the ball. Um, he's he's made some big plays in the first three games where we call his number and he keeps the ball. And so uh, that's been a nice addition. It's always nice when they can't tee off on your tailback. Mm-hmm. And um, he's done just enough in the passing game to keep people honest, I think. Uh, usually hits one or two big pass plays a game. And um, he, he did not throw the ball particularly well against Lawrenceburg, and we've talked about that. And um, you know, I, I think we're ready to go tonight, and um, he, you know he takes it personal, and so he's he's fired up and ready to go as well. So hopefully, we see a good night from him. How about your uh, tailback, Riley Johnson? Riley's going to be playing tonight. We were without him last week. Um, you know, we had some new faces in there at running back, and uh, possibly led to some of our turnovers. And so Riley's going to play. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say he's 100, percent but I tell you, he's 90. percent He looked he looked better than I thought he would this week. I was prepared to not have him play tonight. And um, he proved to me on Monday or Tuesday that he'd be ready to go. And so we've got him braced up and ready to go and uh, looking forward to having him back. All right. On the defensive side of the football, uh, Ethan Pierce, uh, your leading tackler. Yeah. Um, Ethan Pierce and Allie Barker, uh, two linebackers. You know, Coach Sharp, or coaches are linebackers. He does a great job getting them ready. And uh, they're always our leading tacklers. And that's the way how the defense is designed. But, you know, every once in a while you get a pair that just work really well together, like Dakota Sands and Zach Howler did a couple of years ago. And, and having Alec and, and Ethan there for now the second season, they get it. They know each other. They communicate well. And they've had a great week of practice. So um, I hope that carries over. But I expect a good night from our defense. Mason Green, uh, a rangy defensive back for you. He, he likes to go out there and get the ball, whether it's uh, on the defensive side or the offensive side. He's your leading receiver, and he also has two interceptions on the defensive side this season. Yeah, um, he's a kid that uh, we want the ball in his hands. And whether that's on defense when he's intercepting or whether we can find a way to get to him on offense, um, he's just that athletic kid that we want to get in the ball. And you say the same thing about his brother, Austin. Um, a year behind him, but same type of kid, very athletic kids. We want the ball in the hands. And, um, you know, Johnny Volk, I think, has gained a lot of the attention because he was our second receiver last year. And so a lot of people are focusing on number two on one side of the field, which has given uh, seven and 31 some openings on the other side. So there's a lot of athletes out there to try to get the ball to. We just have to stay in control of the game and we can use them. Um, you know, we get behind the sticks or get behind on the clock, on the on the scoreboard, and then we're kind of forced to pass it and get us out of our game. So, um, you know, if we can stay in control, stay on top of the situation and, and spread the ball around, it's obviously going to make us a more effective offense. How about special teams? So uh, we were without Logan Burton last weekend, and um, so he's back tonight kicking for us. He's not going to punt yet, but he is going to kick. Um, we had to go for two last week when we scored. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't have a PAT kicker, so we're excited to have Logan back on kickoff and PAT. And um, I will say that Matt, that's a strength of Madison. They have a very good kicker um, who will put the ball in the end zone and, and punt as well. He's, he's had some talented punts this year with some bad snaps. He's really got it off. So we've talked to the kids this week about um, – the uh, special 
special teams for Madison. We can't let that be an advantage. You know, we got to win that part of the game. All right, so Madison is uh, your opponent tonight. What's it going to take to beat the Cubs? Um, well, pretty simple. Let's keep them off the scoreboard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've scored one offensive touchdown all season, and so we've challenged our defense. Like, let, let's not be number two. Mm-hmm. And then on this offensive side, we got to take care of the football. I, I think if we take care of the football, we're going to be able to move it. And I'm not going to say it's going to be a high-scoring game, um, but, you know, both of these teams need a win. And, um, you know, I think if we can hang on to the football, we're gonna, I like our chances at the end of the night. All right, Coach Lankerman, thanks a lot, and good luck tonight against Madison. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Ryan Lankerman, head coach of the Milan Indians football team. We're going to take a break, come back with the kickoff between Milan and Madison on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom T.P. Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center studios inside the Eagle's Nest. Thank you for listening to WSCH Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Milan, Moores Hill, Manchester. Your hometown radio station is Eagle Country 99.3. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back alive at the TV and ready for the kickoff between the Milan Indians and the Madison Cubs. Milan entering at 0-3, Madison 1-2. Milan won the opening coin toss. They elect to kick the football away. Madison will be trying to score, going from our left to our right. With Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perleberg, and ready to kick the football away for the Indians is the kicker back in action after missing last week, Logan Burton. He'll kick it between the hash marks to about the 25-yard line. It'll be returned by number four of Madison. That is Avery Darnell running to the far sideline. Comes across midfield and forced out of bounds at the 42-yard line. A great starting field position for the Madison Cubs. Chuck, how about a look at our Ag Ford keys to the game? Well, whoever wins the the uh, turnover battle will have a huge advantage. On the Milan side, they have got to worry about field position because of kicking. Um, we just saw a kickoff that was pretty short that was brought back. Fortunately for the Indians, it looks like there's a penalty out there, so it's going to come back. But if it hadn't been for the penalty, would they be on the like uh, 40-yard line of Milan? So... Field position is going to be very, very important. Got your Hagford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagfordSales.com. Indeed. And it'll be a penalty against the Cubs. So bring that nice kick return by Avery Darnell all the way back to the Madison 35-yard line. Spot foul for a hold on the kick return. Handoff. And taken down right away is Van Skinner behind the line of scrimmage, and he continues to be pushed back by four Milan tacklers. Second down and 12 coming up next for Madison. How about your starting lineup to live? Brought to you by CASA. Join the voices for recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. The Milan starting defense up front. Defensive ends John Aldridge and Alex Winger. Tackles are Nolan Ryan and Buda Allen. Linebackers Cam Gilb and Ethan Pierce run to the right side by Colin Yancey, wide receiver, jet sweep for Madison to the 39-yard line. Setting up third down and seven. Leading the Milan starting lineup. Again, linebackers Cam Gilb and Ethan Pierce. Corners are Austin Green and Jeremiah Johnson and safeties Mason Green and Logan Reed. Madison 
No huddle. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, facing third and seven from the 39. Pass by the quarterback. Darius J is tipped up, and it is caught. Shy of a first down at the 44. Fourth down and one. That ball tipped, but Madison comes down with it anyway. They hurry to the line, facing fourth and one. QB keeper for Darius J, and it appears he'll get the push he needs to convert that fourth down and short. Really quick to the uh, the line of scrimmage there. Running by their center are 309 pounds. Ham Huff, big boy inside. Wherever he goes, I think that's where the ball's going if you're in the running play for Madison. Except in this case, here's a pitch coming near side. Van Skinner, and he will find his way to midfield, a gain of about three on first down. Starting lineup. Main players for Madison, quarterback Darius J, running back Dan Skinner, wide receiver Colin Yancey. And as your starting lineup to live, brought to you by CASA. Join the voices for recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. Second down and eight. Pass way out of bounds over the receiver's head. Incomplete. Pass intended on the near side for Madison tight end Grant Grossen. Looked like they were trying to set up a screen over there. You're going to see a lot of passes thrown to number five. That's Yancey. He's their leading receiver, and they move him from the right side, left side, trying to get one-on-one coverage. He's got great hands. Young sophomore has a tendency to be a little long, a little high with his passes. Third down and eight. Darius J running to his left, hit behind the line, and he goes down. Sacks on the run, coming in, making the tackle for the Indians with Mason Green. Fourth down and about 15 for Madison in order to convert. They will bring out the punting unit. Back to return for the Indians is number two. That is Johnny Volk. Nobody open. Good job. Uh, a lot of pressure by the front and good coverage in the secondary by the Indians, forcing him to run to his left. He's a right-handed quarterback, so that made, him a lot, made it a lot tougher to make that throw. Volk and Austin Green both back to return. Nice punt. Fielded by Volk at the 20. Returns it up the sideline and ducks out of bounds as he crosses the 30-yard line. Ireland's offense taking the field for the first time tonight. Defense did its job, at least on that first drive for Madison. Again, this is the Cubs team, which has only scored one offensive touchdown through the first three games this season. That was last week against Carroll County, a game they won 7-6. to six. 8.55 to go, first quarter. Milan offense breaks out of the huddle, led by senior signal caller Braden Rorick. Rorick will be under center. Hands it off and then tripped up behind the line and just getting back to the line of scrimmage is Riley Johnson. Johnson was out last week in the loss against Lawrenceburg, but he returns to the lineup tonight for Milan. How about a look at your starting lineup to live? Again, brought to you by Dearborn County Casa for the Milan Indians. The offensive line, center Trent Langferman, guards Mason Johnson and Landon Stanley. Tackles are Caleb Lane and Braylon Nuds. Tight end Ethan Pierce, wide receiver Johnny Volk and Justin Castletine. Quarterback Braden Rorig, tailbacks Riley Johnson and Alec Barker. QB keeper up the middle. Rorick has the first down to midfield and is brought down in the Milan secondary after picking up a first. Nice job. They were in a power eye formation and 
he faked it to the tailback going left and went to the right side, found an opening, scurried upfield. Milan offense trying to get things back in order after three turnovers last week against Lawrenceburg, an interception and two fumbles. Keeper by Rorick again, hit by a linebacker, taken down, taking the tackle for the Cubs was Miles Moon, but not after a four-yard gain by Rorick, the QB on the keeper again for the Indians. Same play, basically, faking to the tailback and keeping. I, I, I think he read that because he had that uh, ball in his gut for about three or four steps and then took it out and ran it on the right side. Nice call by the quarterback. Second and six from the Madison 45-yard line. Rorick hands it off. Jet sweep. Johnny Volk, the wide receiver, making a play for the six. Gets out of bounds and appears to have the first down. Inside the Madison 40, marking down at the 38. That should move them. The way they... They measure it? Oh, yeah, just a look at it. They're going to eyeball it. Looks like it was a pretty safe call. Yeah. Clearly only needed the 40. Clearly surpassed that down to the 38. That's where they spot the football. First and 10 for Milan. 7.23 to go first quarter. Milan trying to draw first blood on the scoreless scoreboard at the moment. Gorig in the shotgun. Hands it off. For Riley Johnson, Johnson to the near side, not going to be able to turn the corner. Madison played that well, forcing him out of bounds was Avery Darnell. It'll go as a loss of three yards for the Indians' offense. Supposed to be an off-tackle play on this left side, uh, but Madison was there. He popped it out, ran around. Luckily, he only lost three yards on the play. That could have been a big, big loss. Second and 13 from the 41 for the Indians. Indians in their home black uniforms, gold numbers on the back, big gold M on the back as well, black helmets, big gold M on the side, black pants. I like that all-black look. Intimidating. Second and 13, Rorick, quick pass on an underneath route. Got by Justin Castletine, but Castletine quickly taken to the ground. Tackle made by Colin Nancy for Madison. Goes for a one-yard gain, third down and 12 from the 40 for Matt Milan. Coming up, the screen pass that uh, the Cubs diagnosed fairly quickly. Picked up decent yardage on. Milan, three wide receivers set. Two to the right, one to the left. Johnson in the backfield off the left shoulder of Braden Rorig. Rorig passes to Johnson. He makes the catch in the open space. And coming up, making a nice tackle in the open field for Milan. The part of me, Madison, was Peyton Stewart. And it'll be 10 yards, about nine yards, shy first down. Fourth down and nine coming up from the 37-yard line. So decision time here for Milan. Probably too short a field to punt. Milan doesn't have the ability to kick. Certainly from this deep at the 38. So they are going to go for it on fourth and nine. Offense out of the huddle. Again, three wide receivers splitting out wide to the right is Castletine. Man in motion is Volk. Rorick passes to Castletine. He makes the catch close to the first down. Everybody getting in on the action, trying to push him across the 30 down to about the 28 is what he needed to get for the first down. It'll be interesting to see where they spot this ball. And about uh, 20 of the 22 players on the field 
in it by the time the whistle was blown. I don't think he made it, I guess. They did not. They were on a mark. Castle time short. He was awfully close. As soon as he caught it, he was hit, stood up, and then everybody got in on the action. It was just a tug of war from there. So turnover on downs by Milan as they fail to convert on fourth and nine, just barely. Madison Cubs offense back out onto the field. Various J, the quarterback, hands it off. And Van Skinner. Off left tackle, only able to gain about half a yard. Second and nine coming up. Six minutes to play in the first quarter. Skinner's had a, a, a good first three games. He runs the ball strong and hard. Right now, he's been tied up uh, on his first three carries. Madison in a one-back set. Looks like two tights, two wides, and a tailback. Lift left. Second down and nine, and it's uh, left to the left. Breaking tackles is Van Skinner, and he's free. He snuck out of that crowd somehow. Ten, five, and tackled into the end zone. It appears to be a Madison touchdown. Whoa, Van Skinner. I think Milan, they kind of gave up before the play was over. I think they they thought Skinner may have stepped out of bounds, and they kind of let up, but he just kept on running. There was no whistle, and he goes free for a... 70-yard touchdown run. Madison on the board first, only their second offensive touchdown of the season, courtesy of a long run by Van Skinner down the far sideline. On the kick, the PAT, Clint Hearn, and his third point after try. This season is good. So give Madison the first score of the contest. They lead it 7-0, 524 to go first quarter. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Wordway Fuels makes it simple. They supply the fuel to heat your home, farm, and business. Their auto fill-up service is quick with comparative pricing. They are your heating oil and propane business serving you locally, and their family has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for over 40 years. Not to mention they are safe and dependable. Wordway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find, wordway.com. Hey, it's Ron Briel, 7.50 every workday morning. We celebrate hometown birthdays and anniversaries. Arranged by McCabe's Greenhouse and Floral in Lawrenceburg. Up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 524 to go, first quarter. Madison scoring first. They lead Milan 7 to nothing. Chuck, how about a... Drive survey, a service of SIG surveying. Well, they got the ball at 610, ran two plays, and uh, at 554, they're in the end zone off Van Skinner's 75-yard run. I just mentioned him. I wish I hadn't mentioned him. Maybe he wouldn't have scored. Squib kick down the right side of the field. And oh, Nyland's going to pick it up. Mental mistake. Mental mistake. Picked up as it was about to roll out of bounds, and then stepping out of bounds as he did was... Austin Green, the return man on that side of the field. I, I don't know. I think he might have made a good decision there because that ball looked like it might stay in bounds. And if it does and, my, and Madison gets down there, they recover inside the 10, maybe even in the end zone. Well, maybe, but I, I think he could have picked it up and ran if that was if, he, if that was his thought process. 
should have picked it up and at least tried to run two or three yards. Instead of, he touched it and just directly stepped out of bounds. He didn't mean to step out of bounds, I don't think. I mean, he had maybe. to turn around to go get it. Should have kept it in front of him, yep. if nothing else. But yep. could have been worse. Yeah. Here's a handoff to Riley Johnson from first and 10 at the 10, and no gain on that play. In fact, a loss of two. Madison coming into this game one and two, led by fourth-year head coach Leroy Wilson, eight and 25 in his four years as the skipper of the Cubs. They finished three and seven last season. Second and 12 for the Indians. Rorig, the quarterback, shotgun, Milan, or Madison showing blitz. Rorig rolling to his left, running out of space, has to throw it, and the ball is tipped. Ball is incomplete, nearly intercepted, landing between the Cubs' safety and corner. He sprinted left, uh, right handed quarterback, and he sprinted left trying to get something over there. He saw for a defensive formation. They thought they had something there, but it quickly evaporated. Madison plays a two-deep center. Third and 12 for the Indians. Three wide receivers. Rorick shotgun. Johnson in the backfield. Rorick firing toward the far sideline. Ball is caught there. Shedding the tackler is number 10, the tight end, Ethan Pierce. Wow. Pierce will run play. for the first down. Out of bounds at the 29. Nice catch and run by Pierce. Absolutely. Should have been stopped for well, well short of the first down. Milan should be punting, but he just kind of ran out of that tackle and was able to run for the stick and then some. Move the Rorick's for the Indians. Rorick on the left half threw that all the way over to the uh, right sideline. Made a, a very strong throw on the money, which allowed that play to happen. First and 10 from the 29 for the Indians. Two wide receivers this time. Braden Rorick goes under center to take this snap. Hand off to Johnson. Breaks some tackles at the line. Dive nice forward to the 35-yard line for a six-yard gain on first. Second down and four coming up. Over right tackle and right guard. Strong run. How are you liking this new look teepee, Chuck? They can only have the artificial turf field, but you take a gander across the field and they have visitor bleachers once again. I was telling you about the, the last uh, year, well, not last year, but one of the last years I was here, they had uh, wooden uh, bleachers and somebody, one of the visitors walked through the bench and they figured it was time to They fell through, huh? Yeah. So they had to retire those. Yep. And uh, here in 2022, they got visitor bleacher once again. And pretty Full visitor stand on that Madison side of the field. The Cubs fans making the trip up here to watch their team play tonight. There's a first down run by Johnson, first and 10 from the 40-yard line. 335 and counting in the first quarter. Milan trailing Madison 7-0. Johnson running hard over that right side of the Milan line. Twin wides on the left. Hand off to Johnson again. Dives through the line, down near the 45. Second down and five coming up. Six officially. But they're liking that right side of the line there. Last three out of the last four offensive plays have been right in the same place. Got a little offset 
Hand off to Johnson. Up the middle again. Nice job. And he'll pick up another three yards or so. Second, trying to be third down and three. They need to get to midfield in order to pick up a fresh set of downs. That time, the Cubs had an all-out blitz up front and uh, didn't fill in the right hole or Johnson was able to find a crease and get those three pretty tough yards. Run strong. They're down three to go at the 47 for the Indians. That was uh, a blitz, and I think a hard count got the Cubs to come over the line. That'll be encroachment on the defense, and that should be a first down for the Indians, thanks to the penalty across midfield. They'll mark the ball at the 48. A little too aggressive. Safety came up to show blitz, and in the process, stepped across the line and caused the defensive lineman to lose his balance in the process. It's... Uh, I'm sure that Coach Lankford has talked to him about that, and uh, that's how you slow down a, an offensive line or a blitzing team by burying that cadence. First and 10 for the Indians at the Madison 48. Johnson, handoff, runs to the right side. Madison has it covered up, making the tackle is Tatum Anderson for the Cubs. A loss of one on the Johnson run. Second and 11 coming up. That was uh, a different hole on that right side. Tried to get the edge, and Madison had two or three players quickly there. Last year in this meeting, Madison won 36-19. Riley Johnson had 21 carries for a total of 54 yards against the Cubs. Looking for a larger yardage total tonight. Here's a pass, and ball is dropped incomplete. Borderline fumble, but I would agree with the official on top of the play. Probably an incomplete pass. That's probably a good thing for Milan. It'll bring up third down and ten. Probably would have been a tackle for a loss if the catch was made by Alec Barker. Yancey, uh, really a good defense. He's just a good athlete, offensive defense. He was right there to make the pop. He was all over the back. Tight end coming out of there. Third down and ten. Keeper for Rorig after a fake handoff to Johnson. He's running out of bounds, That's just close. short of the first down. He needed the 38. He got to the 39. That'll bring up fourth and one. One minute, six seconds. The clock stopped here in the first quarter as Rorig runs out of bounds on the far side. Now fourth down coming up. Last time, Milan got to about this position on the field. They also had to go for it on fourth down, and in that case, did not convert. However, here there is a flag on the field. Oh, here it's going to be a hold on the offense. And Madison will accept that. It'll be third down again. Mark it off from the spot of the foul. All the way back to 42. Third down and about 20. From the 42 for Milan. They'll have to go all the way across midfield down to the 38 in order to convert. Don't know if they have their punter or not, but this is a, a it's only third down. Rorig in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to the left. Johnson, the tailback, splits out wide to the right. Pass to the tight end. 
caught and down at the original first down marker is Ethan Pierce. So fourth down and 10 at the 48. Next play for Milan. Decision time here for the Indians. Will they go for it or will they punt? Looks like they're going to punt. Back to return for Madison. Cam Wall. Yancey back up. Part of me, yeah, number five. That is Yancey. Colin Yancey, the quarterback, standing on the 15. Ball punted away by John Aldridge, Milan punter. Ball will not be fielded. It'll take a right turn out of bounds. At 15-yard line or thereabouts. That's where Madison will start this drive with 2.7 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Milan's moved the ball well on one half of the field, but as soon as they cross midfield, that penalty is big. Yeah, that penalty yep. really hurt. First and ten for Madison. Last play of the first quarter here. You can see the quarterback in the shotgun. Hands it off and quickly hit in the backfield is Van Skinner. Loss of two. That's the final play of the first quarter after one. Madison leading Milan 7 nothing. This is high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Take your next step at Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg, your hometown college. Join us for Tuesdays at the Tech to explore programs, career options, and take a personalized tour. Meet the friendly team at Ivy Tech to find out more about our support for success. Go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and select the Lawrenceburg campus to view available Tuesdays at the Tech. Take your next step to a great future. Scholarships are available and textbooks are free. Visit now. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacy. Are you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacists about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsboro and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's hometown pharmacy. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back. Start of the second quarter between Madison and Milan. Cubs leading it after one, seven to nothing. Cubs have the football facing a second and 11 at their own 13-yard line. Be sure to stay tuned at the half. We'll have your Ivy Tech Community College halftime stats report. Ivy Tech campuses in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, your hometown college, ivytech.edu. And also after the game, we'll name our Wardway Fuels star of the game. For over 40 years, Wardway Fuels has starred as your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. Deep pass down the right sideline and incomplete. Yancey trying to take a shot and looking down the sideline for Austin Green. Marcus Green taking the pass for Yancey. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the quarterback went out for the pass. Green with the launch down the field and 
Ball's incomplete regardless. Third down and 11. 13-yard line for Madison now. Pretty good defense uh, over there. Strive for strive. Dropping back. Darius Stray. Nice and play. It is a screenplay underneath and digging down after making the catch is Cameron Wall, short of the first down. And he got about nine yards there. However, he needed about 11 in order to convert. It'll be fourth and two, maybe one and a half. And it looks like Madison's going to go for it at their own 24-yard line, going for it on what is officially a fourth and one. This, and then a timeout called, it looks like, or at least an official timeout. Wall and seems to be injured. Now we got Wall taking a knee out on the field. This is a, this is a team that's desperate for a win. <laughs> and, You're going uh, forward on fourth and short of your 24 in the yep. second quarter, leading yeah. seven nothing. Yeah. South Dearborn did that against, um, I think it was them or, uh, maybe it was the last game. I think it was against Batesville, maybe. I don't know. One of the teams, but, uh, they went for it on their own 20 and didn't get it. And of course, uh, they gave up a touchdown, so Cameron kind of risky. Wall's going off the field, of course, after an injury timeout. They're going to go over the 300-pound guy, you think? Madison's going to stick with it, lining up to go for it on fourth and one at their own 24. Ooh, some movement on the defensive line. Hard count. Did it hit Milan to jump? Yes, they did. Flag comes out and against Milan. Ouch. First and 10 for the Cubs from the 28 now. Didn't even have to run a play on fourth and one. Just hard count. Got Milan to bite on it. On the defensive end, John Aldrich. That's a killer. You you have to think uh, that that's going to happen. You're a down lineman. First and 10 at the 28. Jay, the quarterback. Takes the handoff. Draw play. Looking downfield. And, oh, that's not late. Flag comes in. Looks like it's going to be defensive pass interference or maybe even a targeting penalty. However, down on the field is the safety, Logan Reed, who went up and made a hit on Colin Yancey, the wide receiver. And Reed still down on the field. Unfortunately, I think he's the man who's also going to get flagged for the penalty. That I humbly disagree. You got there about when the ball did. Yeah, well, the ball was thrown. Uh, it was overthrown. It was high, and he went up, and uh, uh, the contact occurred all at the same time. It's, you know, Reed is on his back near the 45-yard line, and trainers out there, as well as Coach Langferman, and that's a good sign. Reed pops up off the turf. Well, both, and he's going to jog over to the sideline under his own power. Both, uh, he and Yancey uh, were both high in the air when they came down. Uh, I'm sure both of them felt it pretty good. It, I, I imagine it's just a breath can't take him out of it. Yancey was a little bit slow getting up, but he made it back. Got a personal foul penalty or 15-yarder. Yeah. That's uh, ball is marked at the 43. That's really unfortunate. First and ten for Madison. I don't think it's really biting Milan on this drive. Yep. 
Keep the course correct here. Still a lot of field between them and the end zone. Madison. There's Jay. Ball tipped. Thrown to the right side, and the ball is incomplete. Second and ten from the 43 next up. Seven and a half to go in the second quarter. Madison leading Milan seven to nothing at the moment. Darius, the quarterback, is Jay is uh, 5'10". He probably needs to get a little deeper drop to make that kind of pass. Jay, pitch, and full start penalty against Madison, indeed. Just as the ball was snapped, flag was thrown, they blow the play dead, and it'll be a five-yard penalty against the Cubs. Second penalty on the Cubs. I, I am guessing that they got four downs no matter what. If you're going to go for it down there that deep, I don't need to know if they were going for it. Maybe they were going to call a timeout and try to get a uh, – I got a sneaky suspicion since they did get Milan to jump yeah. on a hard count. Hard count didn't work. They might have called timeout. All right, here's second and 15 from the 38. Nice for Madison. Tackle. Run to the near side for Van Skinner. He takes the pitch and is unable to turn the corner and is, in fact, taken back for a three-yard loss, bringing up third and 18. From the 36. That minutes to play before the half. They uh, left guard number 61, Madison pulled and made a really nice block, but uh, a linebacker straight from inside to make the tackle. Third and long. Two wides right, one wide left. They're going to throw this one to Yancey. Darius Jay, the quarterback, shouting instructions at the line, drops back, takes the snap. Pass over the middle is nice hot job. by we got a flag. Grossen, tight end. He's tackled short of midfield at about the 48, about five yards shy of the first down. However, as Chuck noted, there is flag on, uh, flag on the field on the far side in front of the Madison sideline. <laughs> An eligible man downfield yeah. against the Madison Cubs. That was it was a good play call. It was a you know they were going to look deep and then throw that pop pass uh, to number ten. That's Goosen, and uh, it was open as you can see. I don't know why a lineman would be going downfield, but it hurt. Milan will accept that penalty. We'll do it again. Third and twenty-two. Back in Madison's thirty-one. They got to get all the way across midfield to the 47 in order to convert for a first down. Screen pass, maybe again. Milan still got everybody except one safety playing within five yards of the line of scrimmage. I don't know if uh, if they have a quarterback draw in their arsenal. Madison, no huddle. All the players looking to the sideline for the play call. And they're going to call a timeout as the play clock winds down to one second. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Offering same-day appointments, on-site x-ray, and MRI. Check them out at beaconortho.com. Thank you very much. 
Other teams in action tonight, Franklin County at East Central, South Dearborn at Connersville, Greensburg at Lawrenceburg, Edinburgh at Switzerland County, Batesville's at Rushville. Be sure and stay tuned for the halftime show. We'll have your scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East. Earning an Indiana University degree with tuition you can afford with IU East. Update from East Central Franklin County game. Nothing, nothing, but that one's early. I think they get started at 7.30 there at East Central yeah, this time of year because so. of the sun. Sun delay, if you will. Still, I'm still surprised that East Central hadn't scored. Well, they're just six minutes into the game there. If that. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't <laughs> scored. <laughs> Franklin County is a rebuilding year. Lots of sophomores and the uh, East Central has uh, really an incredible group of offensive specialty people. Really Score update from the Greensburg-Lawrenceburg game. Tigers leading that one 21 to nothing in the second quarter. All right, here we go. Out of the timeout, Madison facing a third in 22 at their own 31. 9.05 to go in the second quarter. Trip wides on the right side for the Cubs. And the quarterback oh, hits man. in the backfield. Coming up, making the sack is Alex Winger. Fourth down and forever coming up for Madison. I don't think they're going to try and go for fourth down this time. It will bring out the punting unit. Really no chance for the quarterback, Darius J. Winger was right on top of him as soon as the ball landed in his hands. It seemed. That. That looked like a, a, a screen pass. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure well, anybody they even had a chance to develop. I don't think they. <laughs> I don't think they blocked any of the defensive linemen. It wasn't just one. There was four guys all over him. All right, out the punt, Clint Hearn. Nice punt. This is a nice punt. Fielded at the 35-yard line by Johnny Bolt. He's returning, running to the left, and will be met by the Madison Cubs coverage unit at the 45. 8.09 to go, second quarter. Indians offense back out onto the field. Looking to get that goose egg off the scoreboard on this possession. They've moved the ball, but as you pointed out, once they get over the 50, it doesn't seem to go well, either penalties or thrown for loss. they got respectable starting field position here. It's their 43-yard line, so... That will be a recipe for success for the Indians. We'll find out. First and 10. 8.09 to go, second quarter. Rorig and the Milan offense back out on the field. Rorig in the shotgun. Johnson dotting the eye in the backfield. And up the middle, he tries to take it. Johnson met and stopped after a two-yard gain to the 45. Second and eight, next play. Not much, just a dive off, looked like off the left guard. Clogged up pretty good there. Johnson coming into tonight, sat out last week in the loss against Lawrenceburg, but in the prior two games before that against Rushville and Batesville, 40 carries for 276 yards and three touchdowns. Second and eight. Yeah, and got some early. And the play will be blown dead. It will be false start on the Indians. I think it was the tight end. The, uh, moving just a hair early before the snap. The, the Indians cannot afford penalties. They're, they're a running team. 
And when you're starting at uh, basically 15 yards, timeout, Milan, puts you really behind the eight ball. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics, offering same-day appointments, on-site x-rays, and MRIs, beaconortho.com. Braden Rorig, the senior quarterback for Milan. His line coming into tonight with like 26 completions on 59 attempts. That's 44%. Averaging 10 yards per completion. 88 yards through the air per game. One touchdown and one interception on the year. But Rorig, also known to run the ball, as we've seen a couple times tonight, probably more than a couple times, but came into tonight with 21 carries for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Seven twenty-six to go, second quarter. Island trailing Madison seven to nothing. Milan coming in 0-3, looking to pick up their first W of the year. And it'll be the first W on their brand-new artificial turf field here at the DP. Had a chance to do that in their first home game of the season in Week 2 against Batesville. Coming real close against their rivals from just up north. 22-16 was the final in that one on August 26th. All right, second and 13, out of the timeout. Hand off to Johnson. He's got a hole on the right side. Has to outrun a defender. Stiff arm. Good go. Three. Johnson to the 20. 10. 5. Diving for the pylon. Stopped inside the one. Oh, didn't make it. What a stiff arm he put on the tackler yeah, here. coming back in the corner. Penalty. And there's laundry on the field. Back at the line of scrimmage. Bring it back. Ouch. It was about to be first and goal from inside the one, we thought, but the hold. Want to negate that excellent run by Riley Johnson. Right around 61 yards, little maybe a little more. Didn't quite make it in. Showed some speed out here. Here's the official signal. Hold against the Indians. Second down and 13. Madison will accept that penalty all day. Pardon me, it was second and 13 before, and now they're going to make it second and approximately 20, 19 officially. 45 yards in penalties thus far. A 10, a 5, a 10, a 5, and a 15. That one's the most painful one we've seen tonight. Yep. Penalties have come in really bad spots for Milan. They've killed them. Just killed them. Help, help uh, Madison keep their drive alive and kill theirs. Milan hustles to the line out of the huddle. Oh, and off. Tripped up and dive up the middle. Tripped up on that run for the end. 25. Or 26. Is that 25 or 26? I think it was 31. Austin Green on the carry. Yeah, but I mean, talking about the guy, Kyle, wow. 20, is that 26, 25 left in? Yeah, that's 25. Okay. And Skinner. All right, no gain on the play. Third down and 19. Ball on the 34 for Milan. Gorig, shotgun, two wide receivers to the right, right, left, one to the right. 
Rorig looking deep over the middle. Got it. Pot is nice. made. Catch is made by the tight end, Ethan Pierce, for a mile and first down, down to the 37. Ethan Pierce making a nice snag. Great pass, put right on the money I'm from Rorig, the quarterback. First and 10 in Madison territory now for the Indians. Way to bounce back after that penalty a couple plays ago. That's a big play for the Indians. Kind of a, a stunner if you're a Cubs fan. Inside six minutes to go before halftime. First and 10 at 37 for Milan. Take handoff. Rory keeps it running. Bounces to the outside. Has a first down. Forced out inside the 25. Late hit. Potentially fans want to call. It was no flag comes out. It was a little bit late. I agree. Rory is up and back into the huddle. First and 10 at the 26. Deepest Milan has been, I believe, in to Madison territory tonight. 542 left. First down on the, what is it, 26-yard line? Yep. Two wide right. Johnson dots the eye in the backfield. He gets the rock up the middle, breaks a tackle, still on his feet as a first down. That's a great tackle by the ankles as he makes it down to the Madison 13. First and 10, once again for Milan. They're knocking on the door as they enter the red zone. Great run by Johnson there. A lot of second effort. He shook off a couple tackles going off that left side of that Milan line. He has not gone down on first contact very many times tonight. First and ten. They can still get a first down. From the 14. Tight end in motion. Hand off to Johnson. And a whistle's blown. Is there a whistle? The ball was snapped. Is there a a flag, but it sounded like as soon as the play started, there was a whistle. No? I think so. Uh, the officials are huddling and talking about something. There was no penalty flag thrown. Timeout by Madison. Then maybe they called timeout before the play. Must have been. They haven't changed the uh, just before the play at that. The play had started. Uh, when the whistle was blown, it seemed like, or right about then. Pretty close, yep. but they do get Madison's timeout, so it'll be first and ten out of the timeout, presented by Deacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, DeaconOrtho.com. We'll keep it right here just to make sure we don't miss the next play. Milan knocking on the door, second and ten from the Madison 14 coming up. Milan, they've lost games this season, 41-35 in week one at Rushville. Week two against Statesville, 22 to 16. Last week against Lawrenceburg on the road, 49-12. Milan averaging 21 points per game on offense, but on the defensive side, giving up a crushing 37 points per game through their first three weeks. That's a little skewed because they were playing the number what number five, number nine team in the state in Lawrenceburg, and they gave up that uh, almost 50. So. but they definitely had some difficulties on the defensive side. Okay, everybody had a – what do you think? Out of the timeout, Milan to the line. I think Johnson gets the ball. What do you think? Uh, Good bet. First and ten. Offset Milan from the 14. 
No, we're going to throw the ball. Under pressure, going to throw it into the end zone, and it falls incomplete. He was looking for Johnny Volk. He was quickly pressured and was able to get rid of it. Brings up second and ten. Well, I was a little surprised. Give, what do you give, think they do this time? Give Madison uh, credit. They weren't fooled. The defensive back back there uh, stayed with his position. Did a nice job. An option. QB keeps it, and Rorig dives up the middle and is only able to gain a yard, maybe a yard and a half. So third down and eight will be the next play. 4.20 to play before half. Rorig gets the play, relays it into the offense. They break the huddle. Johnson in the backfield to the left of the quarterback, Rorig. Take handoff. Rorig keeps it running up the middle, only gets to the 10-yard line. Only a gain of two or maybe three to be fourth down and about seven to go. Milan is going to bring out. The kicker. Logan Burton coming out. Man, they had first and 10 at the 14-yard line, and they didn't go to Johnson one time. Think they fake this? Fake field goal? Yeah. Mm. Here's Burton. Burton this season is... Attempted one field goal. He's made it from 36. He got that within his range. And it is wide right. At the distance, the wide right. Score remains 7 nothing. Madison, 3.02 to go. Second quarter. Deflating for the Milan offense. They march and overcome a penalty to get down into the red zone, but they cannot finish off the drive and come away with nothing. 3.02 to go. Second quarter. Madison offense back out onto the field with three minutes, two seconds remaining before halftime. Are they going to be cautious or are they going to come out and throw the ball? Darius J, the quarterback, hands off. And Skinner up the middle, short gain of two, second and eight. Next play. Try to run this clock now. Two and a half to go, second quarter. Jay, the quarterback, takes the snap, hands it off, running to the far side as the wide receiver, calling Yancey. And Yancey will gain approximately six yards, and five yards on that run. Third and four. Long count. Try to draw them off. We'll see. Worked once. Maybe they did that on fourth down. They got timeouts left. Jay hands it off to Yancey. 
And Yancey falls forward. I think they got him just short of the 30-yard line, which is where they needed to get to convert the first down. So fourth and less than a yard to go. And timeout by Milan with 149 to go in the second quarter. Milan strategically calling the timeout, thinking they can get the ball back with a little bit more time on the clock. They use that here. Now Madison has a decision to make. Do you go for it on fourth and one, or do you punt it away? Punt it away, but neither one of these teams might not do that. I mean, like I said, they're desperate for a win. You do you do things that uh, normally you, you wouldn't do, but, you know, you, know, you got the old Madison go for it on fourth down from their own, was it 24-yard line Yeah, on uh, their previous possessions? But with 149, Let's just say that uh, they don't get it. Now, they probably would. I mean, odds are. But if they don't get it, you're giving the ball back to the opposing team on the 28-yard line. And if they score, where's momentum now? Mm -hmm. And so the smart thing would be to punt it. But, I mean, when you're desperate for a win and, you know, you got confidence, they're going to do a hard count again. Offense is on the field on fourth and short. Yep. Let's see if they do a hard Jay under center, the QB. It looked like he got it initially, but there might have been a second push that got him across the first down marker, and they did. They go for it on fourth down, and the Cubs convert. I think, uh, yeah, at first they didn't get it, and then uh, went over Huff, the big 300-pounder, and uh, follow him. It was clogged up, and the quarterback had presence of mind to kind of take a step to the side and then literally jumped over the uh, the line to get the ball across. First and 10 for the Cubs, 133 to go. Ball on the 21-yard line, and as the ball is snapped, the flag comes, play blown dead. I don't know what that was. Penalty against Milan. Legal substitution. That's what I'm trying to against Madison in a legal substitution. And it's going to mark the Cubs back to the 26. It's still 129 remaining on the second quarter clock. And the Cubs leading Milan 7 to nothing. You're near halftime. Trip wide to the left side for the Cubs. First down and 15. Darius J, the quarterback, looking to the sideline for the play call. No huddle offense for these Cubs. Snap. Jay looking to pass. Rolling out to his left now. Throws it. Has a man a step ahead of a defender, but throw off the mark. He was looking downfield. And it lands incomplete out in front of Jake Dyer. Second down in 15 with one minute, one second remaining on the second quarter clock. Another flag. Really? Violin will accept. Full start against Madison. First down, 20 to go. Ball now on the 21 with 101 to go. I'm running Skinner, running that clock out. If they aren't careful, they're going to be on their goal line at this rate with a minute to go. 
Yeah, they, Danger are giving it back to Milan. Milan's already used two of their uh, timeouts, so I think they could just run it out. Two wide receivers on the left. Skinner in the backfield. And Jay takes the snap. Fake handoff. Passes over the middle. Ball is caught by Grant Grossen, the tight end. And Grossen play. runs for a first down across midfield down to the 49. 35 seconds remaining. Clock will stop while they move the chains. Once the chains are set, clock should run again. Les Madison calls a timeout. All the Cubs are running up to the line. There goes the clock, 35 and county. Madison will roll, roll with it here. First and 10 from the 49. Darius J, quarterback, rolling to his left. Under pressure, throws, and incomplete. Looking for number 21, that's James Schaefer. And there's a flag on the field back at the 45. Lead to believe that it's going to be against Madison. Well, it looks like you hold. It looks like uh, a couple of the players out there, number 52, putting his hands out, like walking the back. I don't know. He, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure he don't agree to it. Would you agree? His yeah, seems to be protesting. No, there was a Milan defender who was certainly putting the pressure on Darius J as he was looking to throw on the run, tripping. Is it call? You don't see that on very often. Fifteen. That's a big one. Now do you just take a knee? <laughs> First and ten. Or pardon me. Well, what's now going to be? I think the remark from the spot of the foul is that this is going to be first and thirty-four to go, and the ball marked all the way back at the thirty-yard line. Madison not giving up. They're lining up to go for it. Seventeen seconds and counting now. As the clock starts, free snap. Pass down the right sideline, out of bounds. Box off with eight seconds to go before half. Will they take the knee now? This ain't smart. <laughs> this isn't good. This is how you lose games you should win. Second down and 34 from the 30-yard line for the Cubs. seconds remaining before halftime. Jay takes the snap. Hands it off to Skinner. And Skinner up the middle. Drops at the 37. And that'll be the end of the half. A lot of drama there, but... Ultimately inconsequential on that last drive for Madison. We go to the locker room at the break. Madison leading Milan seven to nothing. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have the halftime show. We'll check in on your Ag Ford keys to the game. Take a look at your Wardway Fuel star of the half. Give you a scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East, and give you your Ivy Tech Community College halftime stats report. Madison 7, Milan nothing at the half on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Right. 
Manchester Metals 48. What are you doing? We're going to rock this Graber Post Buildings pole barn and bring it to life. <laughs> Seriously. Schedule a free consultation. Pick from 28 different colors. Including camouflage. Live pricing and delivery to your door within a week, including every instruction you'll need right down to the final screw. I'll get one of our roadies to build it. They can help you find someone to build it to and even provide you with a quote to take to the bank. Make your pole barn or condominium rock. Designing your dreams with the Graber Post Buildings Advantage with Manchester Metals 48. Wait, we need to stop. Honey, are you okay? I can't catch my breath. I don't feel right. I'm right here. Sit down a minute. Let's make sure you're okay. I'm right here. These three words mean that someone who truly cares is looking out for you. At St. Elizabeth, we're right here to care for your heart. With more than 25 heart specialists and care personalized just for you, there's no need to go any farther than St. Elizabeth for expert heart care. To find a heart specialist, visit stelizabeth.com slash heart. Hi, I'm Anna Mormon Eibold, a 2007 graduate of East Central High School and a 2010 graduate of Indiana University East. IU East is affordable with small class sizes, personal attention from professors, and a sense of community. IU East focused on my needs and made me feel connected. IU East can do the same for you at the Larchburg campus, on the Richmond campus, or online. Learn more. More at iue.edu slash admissions. Digging deeper to make ends meet? Now you can get a 26% tax credit with a geothermal heat pump system from Climate Master. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping your home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, you'll save up to 70% on your energy bill so the investment quickly pays for itself. Help the environment and help your budget. Call Jeff at Gary or at GaryInc.com. Folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom T.P. Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center studios inside the Eagle's Nest. Thank you for listening to WSCH Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Rising Sun, Sunman, St. Leon. Your hometown radio station is Eagle Country 99.3. It's no secret supply chain issues and scarce inventory have caused inflation in pricing vehicles. We've all seen some of the markup dealerships are adding to vehicles, but not at Hag Ford. Ordering your new vehicle at Hag Ford is easy and transparent. Build your vehicle, see the MSRP, and that's what you pay. And on top of that, we are still offering our customers our complimentary oil change and tire rotation program for the life of the vehicle ownership. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Oil change and tire rotation program not included on diesel or dual rear wheel vehicles. Hey, it's Ron Breal, and you'll get a little smarter when you get up real early at 5.50 Monday morning. I'll have a real interesting fact filed by Miller Flannery Law, and at 6.50 we'll check in on the community bulletin board. Get up real early in Eagle Country. At the half, Milan trailing Madison 7 to nothing with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Furlberg. High school football coming in to you live from the CP this evening in Milan, Indiana. And a bit of a sloppy first half for both teams. Lots of penalties, lots of mistakes made. No turnovers, however. Um, but it does end with a Madison lead 7 to nothing over the Indians as we're at the half. Chuck, how about a look at our Hag Ford keys to the game here at the break? We said turnovers would be, I thought turnovers, the team with the least amount of turnovers would be uh, maybe have a good chance of coming out on top and field position uh, so far tonight. 
you really can't say. I think Madison has had the better deal on the field position for the most of the evening, but neither team has really taken advantage of that situation. The only score came on a 71-yard run by Skinner. Um, so, so far, I'm wrong. And that is the difference, 70-yard run by Van Skinner uh, down the left sideline in the first quarter. It was a play where looked like Milan had kind of given up on it, assuming Skinner maybe was going to either duck out of bounds or maybe even had stepped out of bounds. But it was not the view. The whistle never blew, and he ran on by the defense, which kind of let up and ran three for the 70-yard touchdown score. And that is the lone score, the difference in the game. Milan had a chance on their last possession of the half to put some points on the board. They attempted a field goal, which sailed wide right. And that's why they still have a big zero up there on the scoreboard here at the half. That's your Hagford keys to the game. Stop by Hagford, located on US 50 in Greendale, and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today, HagfordSales.com. Chuck, how about a look at our halftime stats report presented by the fine folks at Ivy Tech Community College. As the uh, offensively as the score indicates, not a lot um, for the visiting Cubs tonight. They have uh, they are 15 uh, rushes for 76 yards, uh, three for nine passing for 123 yards. Um, and as I mentioned, 71 yards of that 123 came on one play that Skinner uh, run around that left end. And as you mentioned, it certainly did look like some Milan players kind of slowed down thinking that he was out of bounds or already tackled. Skinner, yep. give him credit, second effort, and he turned on the Jets down the sideline and was not uh, was not to be caught. So, so that was the score. Um Darius J is, 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 as I mentioned, three for nine. Uh, he's had a couple uh, longer ones, been called back, um, and rushing. He's been sacked for a minus 14. Skinner has 80 yards. Uh, like I said, he's carried the ball eight times, and one of those got went for 71 yards. That's their offense. They've been penalized six times, 45 yards. They have four first downs. And uh, not much offense, actually. For the Milan Indians, they are 17 rushes for 81 yards, 6 for 12 passing for 77 yards. They actually have 158 yards of total offense where Madison has 123, but Madison has the score. 31 yards for uh, on 10 carries for uh, Riley Johnson. Uh, Johnny Volk had, Volk had uh, one carry for 6 yards. Brandon Rory had 44 yards on seven carries. As I mentioned, he was also 6 for 12 throwing the football. Uh, the Knights have five penalties for 45 yards, and I think every one but one was very, very costly. Cost him field position. Um, may have just, uh, one probably cost him a touchdown when uh, they made it that pass and they got down, or Johnson's run, they took it down to the one yard line, and that was called back. So, not only that, you're talking about uh, probably 70 yards of field position, which I was talking about earlier. That's a look at your halftime stats presented by Ivy Tech Community College. Locations in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, your hometown college. Scholarships are available. Textbooks are free. Apply now at ivytech.edu slash apply. How about the Wardway Fuels? 
star of the game in the first half for the Milan Indians, Chuck. If you had to pick one right now, who would it be? Gosh, I don't know. Probably uh, Rourke. Maybe somebody from the defense because I think they've played really, really well. Yeah. Uh, you, like I said, you take that 71-yard run, and, and uh, boy, they haven't. Uh, Madison hasn't done anything. Uh, some of those first downs were penalty first downs. So, uh, I, I and that's been a that's been a gang tackle. I mean, you could, I don't know if you can pick one guy out there. Uh, the whole defense, I thought, played very, very well the first the first half. Offensively, Rory uh, has showed some spark. Johnson has showed a lot too. But on two of his runs, uh, they were called back because of penalties. So, uh, for the byline, who do you got? Well, I've, I've been pretty impressed with the run game of Riley Johnson so yep. far. He's been getting the rock, and he's been pretty productive when he does get it. Just uh, he had one run that was nearly a touchdown. He was tackled inside the one yard line was brought back by a holding penalty. I think if uh, that play stands, I think we got at least a tie ball game at this point. And he, but, uh, he had that. Uh, he had a one about 27 yards, 26 yards, two calls back. Yeah, matter of fact. So penalties have certainly uh, been a thorn in the side of Milan, particularly on offense tonight. We're going to take a break on the halftime show, and when we come back, we'll give you a scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East. This is high school football. Milan trailing Madison at the half. Seven to nothing on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Are you a tech-savvy person looking for an exciting career in a fast-growing industry? Ivy Tech School of Information Technology has programs available that are a perfect fit for you with options like computer science, cloud technology, cybersecurity, software development, and more. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg will get you on the way to a great future. Scholarships are available and textbooks are free. Start with us now at ivytech.edu slash apply. Healthcare is made simple with the Dearborn County Health Department and MOP, Mobile Outreach Partnership. Every Wednesday evening, they'll host clinics from 5 to 7 in the front parking lot of the Dearborn County Courthouse. The Health Department will offer flu and COVID vaccinations, blood pressure checks, glucose checks, registration for all other adult and child vaccines, smoking and vaping cessation, plus community information and services from MOP partners. Visit dchealthdepartment.org to learn more about the new evening clinic. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Kirchgastner and I am a Dearborn County Youth Ambassador. DCYA is a student-driven volunteer program under Dearborn County CASA. We are high school students from all three local districts, private schools, and home schools. And we believe community involvement, family, and school are the most powerful ways to build a drug-free community and keep our youth safe. We are always looking for new ambassadors to join the revolution. You can lead by example, enhance your resume, and qualify for scholarships. Find us on Insta and Spotify with hashtag IDareYou or visit DearbornCountyCASA.com. Tracy, Lenny, and Miles here to let you know our Aunt Rita and Uncle Rob and their amazing team at Sea Gland Surveying are celebrating 20 years of business. Deep Surveying would like to give a big thank you to all of our clients, employees, friends, and families. Good luck to all the local teams this year. For land surveying, site design, dividing property, line staking, and more, visit SeaGlandSurveying.com. Good luck to our own RJC. Go EC number 55. Wait, we need to stop. Honey, are you okay? I can't catch my breath. I don't feel right. I'm right here. Sit down a minute. Let's make sure you're okay. I'm right here. These three words mean that someone who truly cares is looking out for you. 
at St. Elizabeth, we're right here to care for your heart. With more than 25 heart specialists and care personalized just for you, there's no need to go any farther than St. Elizabeth for expert heart care. To find a heart specialist, visit stelizabeth.com slash heart. Wordway Fuels makes it simple. They supply the fuel to heat your home, farm, and business. Their auto fill-up service is quick with comparative pricing. They are your heating oil and propane business serving you locally, and their family has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for over 40 years. Not to mention they are safe and dependable. Wardway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, gas fireplaces, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown. With the sign that's easy to find, wardway.com. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the halftime show on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Madison 7, Milan nothing at halftime with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Perleberg. How about your scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East in the second quarter? East Central leading Franklin County 20 to nothing in the second quarter. Lawrenceburg all over Greensburg 28 to nothing in the second quarter. Rushville leading Batesville in a tight one 7 to nothing. Same score we got here right now. And then also Edinburgh at Switzerland County. Edinburgh 6, Switzerland County nothing. That game late in the second quarter as well. And uh, we do not have a score update. We're able to track down at this time for South Dearborn at Connersville. If you have one, you'd like to relay it to us, give our studio a call at 888-537-9724. And we'll speak with Casey in the studio. We'd be happy to take that down and relay it for us to relay to all the listeners out there in equal country this evening. That is your scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East. A degree with the tuition you can afford. Small class sizes, personal attention from professors while earning the IU reputation that gets you the job, IUE.edu. Also, a special recognition for the starting lineup to live tonight, brought to you by CASA. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCASA.com. You got a little uh, assist here. When you got to Milan High School this evening, you were trying to track down what, Coach Langerman or Try yeah. to figure your way back to the coach's locker room, and you got a got a little help, didn't you? Um, uh, yes, I, I did. Some cheerleaders, and I told them that I'd get their name on the radio because otherwise, I might still be rattling around in that school. It's, better watch you. It's changed long a lot since I've been there, and it's <laughs> it's really beautiful inside. Why don't you give them a shout out? Yeah, right. Kaylee Bledsoe, Margot Keller, and Lydia Linville, three junior cheerleaders escorting Chuck Thomas around the hallways of Milan High School. And I, 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 you're like a rat in a maze in there. You uh, a lot of people think I'm a rat. That's for true. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, they, they've really done, done some really nice uh, architectural work up here. That's a really nice camps, nice facilities right now. Well, yeah, of course, we mentioned it multiple times throughout the broadcast this evening. If you've been out any time since this past summer, you see the brand new artificial turf field. And uh, they're playing their football and uh, high school soccer games on here at Milan High School these days. they got a brand spanking new visitor uh, bleachers across the field from us uh, where those were were lacking in years past. And uh, they've even done some stuff here on the home side to kind of freshen things up, keep it looking great. And uh, added some, some nice artwork on the exterior wall here as you walk into the 
the TP, the stadium area. And, uh, yeah, a lot of community pride, a lot of school pride here, certainly in Milan, Indiana, the home of the 1954 boys basketball state champs. And, and we don't got to reiterate that story again, do we? <laughs> and 53 runners <laughs> up. I'll give you a story. Now, when I was here, there's the water over there, all right? Uh-huh. And it would get, there was a couple times, one night it got so foggy, you literally could not see across the field. You could not see players across the field. And, uh, People were throwing passes, and you you just ran down and hoped it would come down. It was it was insane. I've never been in a. I remember uh, the Bears played in a real foggy. I don't know who they were playing, but it was this was much worse. It was much worse. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, you know the story of that lake over there. Of course, Milan at one point was a, a large train depot, you know, train area back when you know area the era of steam engines. Needed somewhere to replenish those steam engines with water, and that's what that uh, lake was there for. I thought it was to raise mosquitoes when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been one of the unintended consequences, oh. but that was the reason it was there. I understand it was a man-made, man-made lake, not naturally occurring, but uh, back in the day, an area of steam, era of steam locomotives. Yeah, and Milan. Uh, well, you know the railroad end down here in yep. downtown Milan. Yep. Certainly got a history. That's where that name come from. So it's going to kind of going back to yesteryear and Milan's, I want to say heyday, but back when it was locomotives were a thing that would chug through here. You know, I worked on the railroad for about a, uh, almost a year. All the live long day? No, I really did. I worked on the railroad. <laughs> uh, I almost got killed twice, so, you know, I thought maybe I'd have changed profession. <laughs> I think that was a wise choice, really. Well, we're glad you're still with us. One, one of the few. Well, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you said that because uh, I don't know how many people would agree with me. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting uh, job. It really was. I bet. I love to hear you spin a yarn about it. Sometime. I'm I'm old enough to uh, have seen. Uh, my father worked on a railroad, so when I was a kid, we'd go down there, and I actually saw steam engines. And the last one I saw was up around Portsmouth, and it, it, it had um, it was hauling coal. And that's mm-hmm. gosh, that tells you how old I am. Yeah, you know they used to have cabooses. You know what a caboose is? It's on the back of your pants, isn't it? <laughs> well, not my well, pants. Well, I, don't, on, I, don't, ain't it? I don't know. <laughs> caboose actually was a. Uh, they used to have uh, uh, train people back there. There they would sit on the back. They, there was a. A stove and a, uh, yeah, places. Cause, and there was two of them back there because you had to look and see if you get any hot wheels because they didn't have ball bearings. They you had pour oil in them. Uh-huh. And sometimes they would light up. If, you know, if you didn't fix them, cause a derailment, things like that. Yeah, right. I'm sure our listeners really care. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that lesson in railroad history, Chuck. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're ready to start the three or four minutes that nobody. <laughs> They never lost get, their entire life. That back, yes. <laughs> well, the teams are back out on the field and ready to kick off the third quarter of action. Madison 7, Milan nothing. And if Milan can clean up some of the mistakes they made in the first half, this might be a much different second half for the Indians who come into the night 0-3 looking for their first win of this 2022 campaign. Two things going to happen here. This kid can, I mean, he's, he's a great kicker. He, he's liable to put this in the end zone. If he does, that means uh, the, the Indians have, have got to mount 
a good offense, maybe not score, but get out of their hole so they don't end up giving uh, Madison uh, a short field. Got a score update for you. Lawrenceburg now leading Greensburg 48 to nothing, and they're not even at halftime yet. Still about two and a half minutes to go. I'm not sure how how uh, tough the EIAC is this year. Um, we got Lawrenceburg, East Central, and then may, maybe South Dearborn, maybe. Three, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. Dearborn County teams ruling the roost right now. At the four-yard line. Here's the kick return, bringing oh. it from the far sideline to the near side for the Indians is Austin Green, and Green will go down at about the 13. Wow. Island really used some work on their kick return game. You know, a few that could have been handled a little bit better. 7 nothing. Madison leading to start this third quarter. Milan with the football to start the second half, though. That was good coverage uh, by the Cubs down there, too. It didn't go in the end zone, but drove him back down to about the four uh, with not much of a run back. The Indians have to mount some sort of offense. They need to get two or three first bound downs at least. First and ten from the 14-yard line. Under center, Rorig, the quarterback, comes back, takes Snap in the shotgun. Pass. Got it. Down the left sideline wide. Oh, it's it went through his through hands. Fingertips. Oh, my goodness. the receiver. That was Johnny Volk. He had everybody beat. If he can haul that pass in, he is running free to the end zone and probably wow. dancing in it right now. Uh, what a, that one just off his fingertips, however. Maybe a half step what behind a, that football. What a daring call to come out. And he, he, was, he was more than wide open. He was... I, what, 10 yards, 12 yards, nobody close to him. Ball kind of went through his fingertips. Wow. Second and 10 from the 14 for Milan now after the incompletion. Kept by Rorig, running left side, diving for the stick, and I don't think he got there. going to be close. Seven, eight yards maybe on that QB keeper run. We'll give him seven. Third and manageable for the Indians here. Let's see if they can convert. Third and four officially. Big play here for the Indians early in this second half. Volk wide to the right. Castletine wide to the left. Handoff to Johnson. Tailback. And he'll have the first down, moving it forward to the 30. Nice run. Move the chains for Milan. First and ten. Rorig to the sideline and back to the huddle to share the play call from the coaching staff. Everybody checks those wristbands and they line up. First and 10 from the 29-yard line for Milan. Big handoff. Rory keeps it. Running to the near side. And then taken down in the backfield. Coming up, making the tackle is Tatum Anderson for the Cubs. A one-yard loss for the Milan Indians. Second and 11 will be the next play.
second down and 11. From the 29. Indians out of the huddle. Nine seconds on the play clock. Two wide right, one wide left. Castle time to the left. Rorig looking that way. It's going to be an underneath pass for Johnson, and the pass just out of Johnson's reach. Trying to make a one-hand grab on it. May have raised his fingertips. Not that he would have gained much anyway. He had a man right there to hit him as he made tried to make the catch. Third yeah. down and 11 now. Yancey came up from his uh, strong safety position. He wasn't fool. He, he was, I don't know if he was reading the keys or just knew the back coming out of the backfield to the left, but he was right there. Big play. Third and long. Two wide to the left, one wide to the right. Johnson in the backfield with the quarterback, Rorig. Braden dropping back, throwing downfield. Castletine drops it. May have been tipped by the corner on the coverage. It was Avery Darnell, and that might have resulted in Castletine not being able to come down with that one. It'll bring up fourth and 11. That was good coverage by the defensive back over there. It was running stride for stride with him. Both of them went up to the ball, and the defender was able to. I think he got it. It looked to me like he got part of the ball deflected a little bit. John Allridge ready to punt. And back to return is Colin Yancey for Madison. The punt lands at the 38 and then rolls to the 34. Milan will down it there. And the Madison Cubs offense onto the field for the first time here in this third quarter. 9.23 to play in the third quarter. Madison nursing that 7-0 lead against the Indians here on the road tonight. Full moon coming up over the trees behind the visitor side of the field here at the TP. Clear night. Very pleasant night here in mid-September. Cubs continue to run that no-huddle offense. Darius J, the quarterback. Shouting instructions to the line, pre-snap. Looks to hand it off, then we'll keep it. Jay running, spinning, tackled at the 40. It'll be a six-yard run on first down, second and four, the next play for the Cubs. That was the first time I see I think it was a designated run. That almost broke big. Uh, Jay, ready to take the snap again. Two wide receiver set. Passes to the far sideline for Colin Yancey. Yancey makes the catch, dives forward for first down. Made, tackle made by Milan's Austin Green. Not before Yancey picks up the first on the reception. Up to the 46. That was just an uh, old people call it a butt hook or a stop route over on the right side. Defender has to give him some room. That was a really good pass. Nice catch, and uh, some yardage after the catch by Yancey. First and ten. Snap. Hand it off to Yancey, I believe. And, yep, Yancey, forward for five. Second down and five. Next play for Madison. I got that wrong. I thought that was soon. 
job, Mike. 7.47 to play, third quarter. Madison into Milan territory. Ball at the 49-yard line. Second and five. Jay takes the snap. This time he hands it off to Van Skinner. And Skinner will pick up four yards on that carry. Down near the 45-yard line in Milan territory. 84 yards on nine carries for Skinner. Well, we can know they're gonna they're gonna go for it, aren't they? It doesn't matter. Fourth and short, they have been going for it all night, no matter where they are on the field. Milan fans get loud. Madison facing a third and two. Jay, the quarterback, rockets the pass down the right sideline. Single coverage. Catch made. Did he make it in bounds? Out of bounds. Out of bounds. That's nice a great catch. catch. Great effort by Colin Yancey, but could not keep the toes in bounds. It goes down as an incomplete pass. That's a pretty daggone good pass by Darius, too. Uh, uh, he put that where only the defender was right there, strive for strive once more. But the only one that could have possibly caught that was Anthony. He caught it, but it just took him outside. Flag on the field back at the 49-yard line. Was that during the play or after? During the play. So we'll replay third down. Milan will accept the penalty. As Madison's been going for it on fourth and short. It would be a fourth and two. The uh, Indians will take their chances replaying the down, but setting, Milan, setting Madison back a little bit. We'll bring it up. Third and... 10. Really making an effort. 46. Make, really making an effort to uh, put uh, the ball in Yancey's hand. They've liked that tight end on that pop pass. No turnovers yet in this game. Third and long here for Madison. Serious joy. Pass. Ball tip. Nice job. And it falls incomplete. Pass intended over the middle for Colin Yancey. Tip at the line. And that falls incomplete. That'll bring up fourth and ten, and Madison is going to send their punter onto the field. The uh, Clint Hearn. The inside guy ran a, a jet straight down the field. Yancey ran like a, a look-in pattern. Good. I mean, that was just good defense. Ball and... The defender all at the same time hit Nancy pretty good. No way he could catch the ball. Back to return, Johnny Volk. Volk giving uh, Earn a punter. Low snap, ball nearly blocked. Earn somehow got it away. It's scooped up at the 20-yard line by Volk, and he'll return it approximately seven yards to the 27. That is a great kick. Under pressure, bad snap, ball rolling back to him. Was had presence of mind to just kind of uh, engulf. It would be a, a, a kind of scooped it up and kicked yeah. it all in one motion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, it probably should have been blocked. I think the defender that came in dove. He might have dove just a hair too early. Man, close call there. For the Madison Cubs. Seven-yard return for Volk. Milan, the first and ten at their own 28 now. Two wide receivers. Tight end on the right side. 
and Alex Parker. They got Gorig. They oh, got a hole down the right sideline for Johnny Volk. Volk takes the catch. Flag is on the field. Volk is going to run into the end zone for a touchdown, but I don't know that it's going to stand based on the reaction of Braden Rorig, who goes down to the turf on all fours and puts his head into the ground. Another bad mistimed penalty for the Milan Indians. That one taking a touchdown off the board. Penalties have really cost them, without, without question, two touchdowns. Yep. But you're not allowed to hold. Wow. Bring it back. That was the same play that worked. Remember that the guy was like 10, 15 yards? Yep. Had him beat. Same exact play. Um, he, he just came out. The outside man went in. He came down, went straight down the sideline, and they were chasing him. And that, what a great pass and catch, but to no avail. Now it's first and like forever, 20. Yep. Ball all the way back at the 18-yard line. And the score remains 7-0, 629 to go third quarter. First down here, though. See if Milan can't correct. Here's Rorig on a QB keeper run to the left sideline, and he will run out of bounds, but not until picking up at least 15 yards on that scamper. I couldn't tell where he went out. 15? Close to it. Hell, more than that. Yeah, I'll give him 16 yards on that run. First down, or second down and four coming up. Good job. Makes it manageable anyway. Now it's second down. I think they got first down over there, right? Art, but it's second down. Second and four, maybe five. Judgment call there. I like your judgment, Michael. Call it. Two wide receivers. Gorig. Hard count. Takes the snap. Hands it off to Johnson. Riley Johnson to the left side. Picks up the first down and a couple more. Tackled at the 41. Who's the change for the Indians? So at least they overcome the penalty to get a first down. They sure did. And did it very quickly, by the way. See if they can continue to extend this drive. First and 10 at their own 41. The Indians huddled up. Rory gets the play call. The Indians had much more success running the le- on their left side, Madison's right side. If you notice that, almost all their big plays, running plays, have been over that left side one way or the other. Bolt and Castletine, the wide receivers, hand off. Riley Johnson, Johnson off left tackle and takes it forward for about seven on that first down carry, second and three next play. He's up to 50 yards now. So far tonight, the only score in this game by either team is a 70-yard touchdown run in the first quarter by Madison's tailback, Dan Skinner. That's where we are still, 7-0, Madison leading Milan. 5.05 5.05 to go, third quarter. Offset eye to the left. Second and three for Milan. Hand off to Johnson. Man, and Johnson hard. able to pick up just enough yardage to pick up a first down. Give him three on that tote. Across the 50 and into Madison territory. Ball spotted at the 48. In the early going here, Johnson seemed stronger. And here again, over the left side of that line, 
of the Indians. Three wide receiver formation. Pass right Uh-oh. sideline open and incomplete pass intended for Jeremiah Johnson. Throwing under a lot of pressure, just threw that up. That's, sa- that's the same loop pattern they run with the outside uh, end over here coming in. The motion man comes down and goes down the sideline. He does a little hook about 12, 12 14 yards down, and uh, it's been open, although Madison was much closer to covering that than the, uh, the other two. Second down and 10 after that incomplete pass. Johnson out of the game. Madison showing Whoa. blitz. Rory hands it off to Johnson. Johnson left side. He's got a little space out there. Might have the first down, depending on where they spot him. He's gain at least nine, maybe ten. It's real close. I think they're going to give it. Not going to. Are they going to give it to him? Well, the chain gang started the move, they but sure I'm not did. sure. <laughs> that was at the direction chain of the official. Chain gang thought he, thought he had it. That's nine. Nice. Nice. They, they haven't spotted a full yard short of that first down marker. Ball down to the 39-yard line. Third and one for Milan. Fullback. Moves away for Johnson, and he will get the first down. Down to the 36, 37-yard line. Move the chains. Without a doubt, that time for the Indians. And they're putting together a drive here. We're just tuning in earlier in this drive. Milan had a, should have been a touchdown play that was called back due to a holding penalty. But since then, it looked pretty sharp on this drive. And now a timeout called by Madison with 3.29 to play in the third quarter. Madison leading right now 7 to nothing over Milan. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, beaconortho.com. We'll step aside for a moment as well. This is high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Are you a tech-savvy person looking for an exciting career in a fast-growing industry? Ivy Tech School of Information Technology has programs available that are a perfect fit for you with options like computer science, cloud technology, cybersecurity, software development, and more. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg will get you on the way to a great future. Scholarships are available and textbooks are free. Start with us now at ivytech.edu slash apply. Hey, it's Ron Real, and I'll have all the news, weather, and traffic you'll need and all the sing-along songs you'll want to start your day up real early with your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Three and a half to play, third quarter. Milan trailing Madison 7-0 out of the Cubs timeout. First and 10 for the Indians at the Cubs 37-yard line. Milan trying to avenge a loss last year to Madison, 364 days ago. Losing that one, 36-19. to Hand off to Johnson. Johnson forward, and ball comes loose after the whistle. That's dead. And they're going to say the play was dead. I think that's a good call. 
pretty well after I heard the initial whistle that that ball squeezed out of there as Johnson got stood up after gaining approximately three yards on that first down carry. Second and seven is next up for Milan down to the Madison 34. Got an injury. Somebody coming out. Is that Johnson? I believe it is. He's going to make it over to the sideline on his own, but he had definitely a little gimpy. He had is that his ankle or his knee? Second down and seven. Option play. And it's pitched to Volk. Volk. Going to pick it up the first down. Well, yeah, looks like he does have it. Down to the 25 before he is stopped on the tackle for Madison is Avery Darnell. Interesting play call there. Rorig, the quarterback, looked like he was going to keep it. And at the last moment, bailed it out to Johnny Bolt, who was able to run for the first. First and 10 at the 26. 209 to go, third quarter. Milan. Being shut out to this point, but looking good right now. Momentum on their side. Handoff to a new tailback in there. That is Austin Green with Johnson hobbled on the sideline. Johnson has his helmet off and kind of walking around a little bit slowly. I don't think I, say, I don't think he's going to come back. You don't think so? I think he wants to. Uh, there's no question he wants to, but he's not really getting any trainer attention. I mean, he's walking around on the sideline over there like he's ready to go back in on this. I and, mean, of course, he doesn't have his helmet on right now, but I'd say it's likely we see Johnson return. But we shall see. Second down and eight. Handoff. That's a nice run there. And it's Green getting his number called. And he's able to take it forward for about seven yards, which will set up Third and two. Third and one. Third and one, officially. 103 and counting in the third quarter. Now inside a minute. Third and one for the Indians. That's a Madison, 18. Into the red zone they go. Uh, and there's a penalty. Both start penalty. Look like the wide receiver on the far side. Johnny Volk taking a little step before the ball was snapped. That's a killer anytime you see that happen from a wide receiver. Uh, there's, there's no reason for it. They should be looking at the ball. Uh, it's, and, and I'm not thinking that was even. I think good. he was looking at the ball. That's yeah. the really disappointing part yeah. about it. Yeah, you <laughs> might be right. That, but I, I doubt it if, if that was a uh, going to be a pass play. So I, uh, that's unfortunate. Another penalty, though. Third and one becomes third and six. 30 right. seconds to go in the third quarter. Handoff to the tailback. Oh, I got the first down. He did. Austin Green able to drag a defender forward and picks up the first, running it down to the 10-yard line. Nice job by Green. That, that might speed uh, Johnson's uh, recovery. <laughs> Kid looking good. Green came into tonight with 19 carries for a total of 70 yards through Milan's first three games. And with Johnson hobbled on the sideline, Green's going to get his number called again. And down still inside on his five. Feet, and down inside the five, marked down at the three. And that's the end of the third quarter. It's going to be second and goal, Milan. When we come back for the start of the fourth quarter, Milan, a touchdown away from tying this one up against Madison on Eagle Country, 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
It's no secret, supply chain issues and scarce inventory have caused inflation in pricing vehicles. We've all seen some of the markup dealerships are adding to vehicles, but not at Hag Ford. Ordering your new vehicle at Hag Ford is easy and transparent. Build your vehicle, see the MSRP, and that's what you pay. And on top of that, we are still offering our customers our complimentary oil change and tire rotation program for the life of the vehicle ownership. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Oil change and tire rotation program not included on diesel or dual rear wheel vehicles. Manchester Metals 48 in Sunman is where you need to go to bring your quality-built Graber Post Buildings pole barn or barn dominium to life. Schedule a free consultation. Pick from 28 different colors, including camouflage, live pricing, and delivery to your door within a week, including instructions all the way down to the last screw. They can even find someone to build it for you and provide you with a quote to take to the bank. Make your pole barn or barn dominium a reality at Manchester Metals 48. Designing your dreams with the Graber Post Buildings Advantage. Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Start of the fourth quarter of action. Milan trailing Madison 7-0, but the Indians are knocking on the door of the end zone. They have second and goal at the three-yard line. Closest they've been to putting the ball in all night. Hand off. And not much there. Unable to... Poke it in is Green, remaining in there at tailback for Milan. No gain on the play. Third and goal got a from Madison, the three. Madison player down, it looks like. Down on the field, looks like a leg injury of some nature for Jason Cosby, a sophomore D lineman. And timeout called for the injury, presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Check them out at beaconortho.com. We haven't had many drive surveys to give you tonight. There's only been one touchdown tonight, but let's recognize SIG Surveying. They specialize in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. SIGLandSurveying.com. That's S-E-I-G LandSurveying.com. Be sure and stay tuned after the game. We'll announce the Wardway Fuels star of the game for the Milan Indians. For over 40 years, Wardway Fuels has starred as your local propane and home heating oil provider, visit wardway.com. And a quick scoreboard update presented by Indiana University East. And late in the second quarter, East Central leading Franklin County 34 to nothing. And then also in the second quarter, Lawrenceburg leading Greensburg 48 to nothing. And we just got an update. East Central is in fact leading Franklin County now 41 to nothing at the half. There was a collision on that last play, and I, I believe he was the young man who came in. Can you get a number on him? Yeah, it was uh, Jason Cosby, number 34, sophomore. Cosby came through hard, and the, the two, the running back, Green came in, and they plowed into each other. I think uh, Green may have got the worst end of it. Another IUE scoreboard update for you at the half, Batesville 7, Rushville 7. 
All right, here we go. Out of the injury timeout. Milan, third and goal from the three-yard line. Rorig, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Looked like movement on the line early. Oh, Rorig fires over the middle. Man was wide open. Pass was low and incomplete. A flag comes in at the end of the play from the far sideline. I thought there was movement on the line pre-snap. And I'm surprised it took that long for the flag to come out if that's what they saw over there. And it was an awfully late flag if that is the case. We're going to pick up the flag and wave it off. Defensive lineman must have got back on their side just in time. Boy, that that was a great play call. He was wide open. It was a low pass. I think... uh, I think Roy kind of uh, rushed his throw. He, he had time to throw it. He just threw it about knee high. Ethan Pierce in the end zone. and Pierce went down to the turf to try and catch it. Now fourth and goal from the three for Milan. Rorig, the quarterback, pitch right side. Back into the game is Johnson, and he won't be able to turn the corner. Duff at the two. Turnover on down. Madison's defense makes a stand. Wow, what a 12-play drive, nothing. Ouch, second long drive that Milan has made and nothing to show for it. In the second quarter, they had a long drive, which ended with a missed field goal, and here they get stuffed at the line on fourth and goal. Here we are in the fourth quarter. There's turnover on downs. Madison now with their backs up against the goal line. Ball spotted on their own three. And a timeout. Somebody injured. A mile player down tying his shoe maybe, but uh, they're bringing it Somebody's coming out. Equipment issue or an injury timeout. One of the Madison players is walking over to the sideline with his helmet off. Number 25, Van Skinner, their tailback. They can He's a nice runner, too. He looked a little bit upset about something. I'm not even sure it was an injury. I'm sure what happened there. All right. First and ten for Madison from their own three. They're going to run a dive play, try and create some breathing room between them and the goal line. And they'll move the pile forward for about two yards, bringing up second down and seven. Did you see the running back? Did not. I can't get a number out of that. In the running back position now, Tatum Anderson. Probably who it was on a previous play. Darius J. Hands it off this time for Colin Yancey. And Yancey trying to get outside. He cannot. Does manage to pick up a couple more yards, bringing up third down and five for Madison. Ball spotted at their own seven or eight. Milan fans on their feet making noise. Hearing their defense on to make a stop here. 
Jay, the quarterback for Madison, hands it off. And stuck at the line. No gain, maybe even a loss. Island defense doing its job on third down. It's Tatum Anderson on the carry. Fourth down and five after the loss of yardage. And Madison will bring out their punting team. So, Milan would have loved to score. Don't get me wrong on that last possession, but they should get the ball back with some decent field position here. Bad, back to return is Johnny Volk standing at the 45. Bad snaps the last two times. Let's see what uh, if they can put some pressure on. Uh-oh. Clint Hearn ready to take the snap. Five seconds on the play clock. Van late getting on the field for Madison. It's going to be a high punt, but short indeed. Bounces at the 35. Takes Coming the back. right turn and, yeah, making a – Great Milan roll back to the 33, and that's where it will be downed by Madison. 33-yard line to start this drive for the Milan Indians, so the thought of them coming back and tying this one up here with 9.34 in the fourth quarter, not yet out of the question. Certainly very short field here to work with. They had a lot of success, uh, but uh, you were right. It looks like uh, he's back. But the, that green kid was running awfully well, too. There's a big run. Johnson outside. Takes it forward. A little shove after the play. And oh, the got a flag. flag comes out. I think we're going to call Madison for that one. That's what Johnson was looking for. He got up after being tackled. Got a little shove from a Madison Cubs player. Not very smart. It's probably more than a little shove because he went back down to the ground again. I'm surprised they. Uh, well, it's gonna get. This is a big penalty. Bad. Not smart. Not very smart. Personal foul against Madison. There's the official signal. That's going to certainly help out the Indians. Tag that on at the end of the run. It'll be first and goal at the eighth for the Indians after that personal foul against the Cubs on the end of a Riley Johnson run. That is not smart. Rorig, the quarterback, man in motion behind the line. Hand off to Johnson. Johnson following the center forward and diving down to the five-yard line. Second and goal coming up for the Indians. Looks like there's a flag on the far side of the field. How many penalties in this game, Chuck? Oh, uh, not count yet? I got uh, eight. And seven, fifteen so far. Not not a real clean game. No. What we got they, nine minutes to go. Yeah. What do they call? Do they give any kind of indication? We're not seen yet. If we're about to get it. Offside. Offside's on the D. Three down. They take the penalty. Get half the distance. Now it's still first down. Indians will take it. First and goal, inside the five. Just inside the five. Johnson, dotting the eye. 
And off. And off. To the outside. Johnson across the goal line and in for six for the Island Indians. Milan stops the scoring drought in this game, and they are an extra point away from tying it up. With 9.09 to go in the fourth quarter. On the kick, the extra point for the Indians is Logan Burton. Again, Burton was injured last week, did not play against Lawrenceburg. Had one field goal attempt from 34 yards that sailed wide right earlier in this game. There's early movement on the line. A flag comes out, kick is blocked, but I think Madison jumped. Indeed, encroachment on the defense. Another penalty. Had another opportunity on it. Half the distance. They might want to think about going uh, for two here. Hmm. That's two. That's two and a half yards. They're keeping Burton out there. This is this is about a half a three, about a yard and a half. They may want to. Th- I would be tempted. Ball marked at the one. The Burton's going to line up to kick it. Right now it's seven to six. They need this extra point to tie it up. Now, holds down, kicks up, looks good, and it is. Burton puts it through. Tie ball game, seven all. 909, fourth quarter. We take a break. Back with more fourth quarter action after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. If you've had experience with early pregnancy loss, stillbirth, or newborn death, Margaret Mary Health invites you to join them Saturday, October 1st for Walk to Remember. Held in the Healing Garden behind Margaret Mary's Cancer Center, this event brings families together to honor the sweet babies that we've lost too soon. Following the walk, a short service and balloon launch will be held. To learn more, visit the events page at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back in Milan, Indiana, we got a tie ball game, 7 to 7, 909 to go in the fourth quarter between Milan and Madison. Chuck, how about a SIG survey, drive survey? Well, they got the ball at 3. Uh, 3.34, uh, scored at 9.09, 34 yards, uh, ending a five-yard run by Johnson, score 7-7, seven, seven, kick is good, and uh, we got a tie ball game. Can you say overtime? This drive survey, a service of seed surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting, seedlandsurveying.com. Island kicks it away. It's going to be returned by Colin Yancey. Has to backtrack to get that kick. Then runs to the middle of the field. And kind of weaving back and forth and will eventually be taken down at the 20 by the Milan coverage. Getting in on that stop for the Indians was number 15, John McKeown, a sophomore linebacker. He just ran 30 yards to get two. I think. <laughs> yeah. A lot of back and forth. Going to make up his mind which direction he wanted to go. Good Colin Yancey. All right, Madison's offense back out there. Let's see how they respond with an all-new ball game. Tied up, seven all. Everything, 21. 21. First and 10. 
Cubs. Jay, quarterback, passes left side. Under throws Colin Yancey on a screen. Incomplete, second and ten. Coming off green. Darius, they just got a little too quick there trying to rush himself. That's not unusual for sophomore cornerback early in the season. He threw that ball uh, probably 12 yards short. Second and 10. Ball is the 22. Trips right. Let's, uh, let, yeah, trips right. Let's see what's going to happen. Haven't seen this formation out no. of the Cubs yet tonight. Here's Jay, the quarterback, in the pocket looking to throw. Now he's going to take off, and he's going to be taken down by Alex Winger. Second time Winger has gotten to Darius Jay, the Madison quarterback tonight. No gain on the play. Maybe a short, short loss. Third and 10 at the 22. There's a, a young man. He had plenty of time to throw that ball away. But uh, try to make something happen. There are times you can do that and times you can't do that or shouldn't do it. And this is one of those times. They got Yancey one-on-one. Island showing blitz. Jay under pressure. Hit. And he goes down. Sack at the 15. Island fans on their feet. Taking that sack, Cam Gilb, first man to get to him. Well yeah. done. And that'll bring up fourth down at 15. That is not his spot. There was just no time. I don't know what play they had, but it, whatever, it was too long uh, and developing the pressure was way too tight. There was three or four guys back there on Cam Gilb certainly got in there, the sophomore defensive lineman. Fourth down, punt, kick away from Clint Hearn, and the punt was a touch. I don't think he touched it. I don't think he did either, and it will not Yeah, they say he did. They say he did. Now, Madison says he did, but the official says no. He's shaking his head no. I thought to say that the return man for Milan, Johnny Volk, he dove to try and field that punt. But he missed it. But I think he whiffed on it. Yep. Well, that's not what the Cubs think. Well, it, I, from and it's recovered at the 40-yard line. That's where the ball was downed or recovered. We'll find out as the officials are talking about whether or not both touched it. Think about the view they had, though. Their view was on behind. We had we had a better view than their entire bench did. It, and I, if I'm over, if I'm a a coach at the, at Madison, I'm screaming like crazy because it certainly looked like I know it looked like from that side, but from here, we it was pretty clear that it it he didn't. I, and actually, I didn't think it was that close. Did you think it was that close? I saw about that much space between the ball and the, his hand. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he totally misjudged it. Yeah. So yeah. The officials do officially rule it's going to be Milan's football. So, officially, Madison downed it at the 40-yard line. They did not recover it. Indians have it at the 41. 7.14 to go fourth quarter in a tie ball game, 7-7. Seven to seven. And a timeout called by Milan, I believe. Their coach wanted to talk about it a little bit more with the officials. And it's probably a lost cause at this point. They've made up their minds, it would appear. Well, and I don't blame them. I, if, I, if I was over there, I'd be arguing, too, because it's certainly uh, – I'd like to see the film. Yeah. 
My initial reaction was that he didn't touch it. It, it, it. The only reason I'm pretty sure is because it is right on where, where we're viewing. The ball's marked at the straight. 41, and we're, we're lined up at the 42-yard line yeah. here in the press box. Yeah, so we had a perfect view of it. And I could see green, the green turf between the ball and the outstretched arms of the receiver. Milan just dodged it. A bullet there. We're going to assume the officials made the right call there and be genuine in stating that. Might have been a defensive lineman lined up offside there. Uh-oh. Here's a deep pass down the left sideline looking for Volton. And pass incomplete from Braden Rorig. It was out of bounds. That's second and 10 coming up from the 41. That was uh, – didn't fool anybody. The secondary was right there. That was a pretty good throw. In the, in the sense that the only person that could have gotten that was the offensive player. I think they're catching up to us out in uh, Lawrenceburg. And got a running clock now. 55 nothing in the third quarter. Lawrenceburg wow. over Greensburg. <laughs> Here's a run by R- Riley Johnson. And he will pick up... Seven yards, bringing up third and three at the 48, shy of midfield. 90 yards for Johnson. No let up from the Tigers tonight. They put up 49 on this Milan team last Friday night. And against Greensburg, they put up 55 through three quarters. Task at hand here for Chuck and I is the Milan-Madison game. 7-7, 6-35 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Milan has the ball, third and three at their own 48. Milan. Rorick hands it off. Uh, that's close to Johnson, and Johnson will get the first down, or maybe. He's been on the spot here. Yeah, he definitely really got close. across midfield to the 49, but that marker is just beyond the 49. And now a timeout. Penalty against Milan? Uh, there's a penalty back at the 42. What was that, I wonder? Illegal shift? Illegal formation, maybe? I didn't. I think it was an illegal shift, was the call, and it should be accepted by Madison. Boy, I tell you, they just. They just cannot stand prosperity. Nine penalties, 80 yards. Third and long. Would have been fourth. In inches, maybe even a measurement that might have been coming our way. Yep. Had that last one stood. But now third and eight. Goal spotted at the 43. First down is at the 49 across midfield. Rorig, shotgun rolling to his right. Under pressure, gets rid of it as he's hit. Ball thrown out of bounds into the Madison sideline. Just getting... Rid of it in the nick of time was Rorick. We got a Milan player down on the field at the 43. We'll bring up fourth down and eight for Milan. Madison player is taking a knee as a Milan player is down at the 43-yard line. Trainers out there along with... Coach Ryan Langferman and Alex Barker, halfback, and Barker is going to pop up off the turf and walk over. 
albeit a little bit ginger on his right leg. He's had a nice game. Going to the sideline under his own power. He's had a nice game blocking tonight, today. Certainly sacrificed his body on that one. Bring it up fourth down and eight for Milan. The 43. Milan is going to bring out the punter, John Aldridge, standing at the 32. Dangerous return, man. Back there. That's Yancey, isn't it? Aldridge boots it away. High punt. Bounces at the 35, down to the 30. At the 26, it will be down by Milan there. Five and a half to go in the fourth quarter. Madison gets the football back now in a tie game, 7-7. Seven to seven. Remember their field goal kicker, too. Yeah, Quint Hearn, he can put them through at distance. He's got 40-yard range. Where are they at? The 27? First and ten for the Cubs. Cubs looking to string together consecutive wins here. One last week against Carroll County, seven to six. Might be a similarly tight bowl game tonight. Handoff. Running to the left is Colin Yancey. He had a block and now he's free running to the end zone. One man giving chase for the Indians. Will not get to Colin Yancey. And he is in for the score. Heartbreak for the Indians there. Yancey taking it 73 yards for the score. That Nothing was, fancy about that play. Just a, just a sweep. Sweep to the far side, and Yancey got a block that sprung him. Now he's got 91 yards. Madison goes up 13-7, and now the extra point coming from the Cubs. Second touchdown tonight for the Cubs. First one was by Van Skinner, this time Colin Yancey. Wow. That kick is low, but no good. It was wide left. No good from Clint Hearn. We were just talking about his kicking ability. And yeah, we hit it, and we jinxed. It was a strong kick. We jinxed it. plenty of leg on it, just uh, wide. That'll make leave the score at thirteen to seven. So that could come back to haunt Madison, depending on how Milan might respond here on this drive with five minutes twenty five seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Chuck, how about a drive recap it's presented by Seek Surveying? Really tough. One play. 73 yards uh, by Yancey. Uh, kick was no good. 13 to 7. Uh, that didn't take long. They got the ball at uh, 537, and there's only 525, so that it take them long to score. It's just a sweep around left end. Nice blocking, and Yancey's a, he's an excellent athlete. Very dangerous. He proved it. Sure, and stay tuned after the game for the Graber Post Buildings post game show. After 48 minutes of play, it'll be time for the Manchester Metals 48 post game show. Manchester Metals 48.com. 
Also recognizing Dearborn County Casa. Join the Voices for Recovery at DearbornCountyCasa.com. Also in the post game, we'll name our Wardway Fuels star of the game. Wardway Fuels for over 40 years. They've been your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit Wardway.com. Addison ready to kick it away. They lined this kickoff on the near hash. Are they going to try and onside this? Milan is not lining up as though they're going to try and recover. And they just kick it away traditionally. That field is be returned by Green inside the five. Green to the 20 and tackled forward to the 22. Five seventeen, Milan trailing thirteen to seven. Just over five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Not much time to go. Indians looking for their first victory of the 2022 season. Started off with a loss at Rushville in Week One, Week Two, lost to the rival Batesville 22-16, and then last week at Lawrenceburg, 49 to 12 was the outcome. Still in this one, however. But this is going to be a big possession for the Indians. They hand off to Johnson. Gorey keeps it running near side and tackled near the 35-yard line. A little bit late hit there. Milan fans wanted the flag thrown. However, they do not get it. But it is a first down run for Rorick. First and 10 from the 34. Three wide receiver set for the Indians. Two near side, one far side. Hand off Johnson. Oh. He's hit in the backfield, and he will go down. Coming in there and making the stop for the Cubs is Grant Grossman. A three-yard loss on that run by Johnson. Inside five to go in the fourth. Second and 13 coming up next. There was no running room there. He was hit behind the line of scrimmage. Second and 12. They hand off to Johnson. Quick pass to the near side for the tight end, Ethan Pierce. And Pierce will be... Hit out of bounds near the first down marker, all the way up at the 44. Looks like he has it based on the spot, which is right in front of us here in the press box. Officials wide ball it and move those chains. Well executed play. Well, it's a nice throw because uh, he had to throw it over the defender who leaped and he was able to get over his head to the wide open uh, uh, Pierce. That was a nice play. Oh. Quarterback sneak. QB sneak on first and ten. I like it. And they move it forward by for a good four-yard pickup. Second down and six next play. At the 48, just short of midfield. 4-10 and counting on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Milan huddling up. Breaking out of the huddle with 25 seconds still on the play clock. Two wide receivers on the near side. Johnson. In the backfield. Going to follow the fullback. Johnson, left side of the line. 
Picks up the first down, down to the mile, to the Madison 43-yard line. Move the chains again for the Indians. Inside four minutes to go. Indians marching. Two wide receivers near side. Rorig drops back, throwing down the sideline and nearly intercepted. Off the hands of Avery Darnell, the defensive back for the Cubs. It was Rorig looking for Johnny Volk down the left sideline, and he was well covered by Darnell. He certainly was. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the offensive player became a defensive back there trying to keep that from being intercepted. Second and 10 from the 44. Handoff. Johnson to the 40. And thrown down at the 35. Will be two yards short of the first down based on the preliminary spot. Take number six, Riley Johnson. That's uh, over the 100th mark for Johnson now. Now at 103 on 24 carries tonight. He's been a workhorse for the Indians. And he ain't done yet. He's still out there. Three minutes to go in the fourth. Milan trailing 13-7. And off Johnson. Wow, nobody this there. This will pull up the middle. Man. The linebacker makes the stop. I think he on the tackle was Tatum Anderson. I think he was shocked that nobody hit him before. He, I mean, nobody touched him for the first four yards. That's a first down, though. Inside the 30, Johnson's down at the 29. First and 10 for the Indians again. 2.44 left in the game. Madison has two timeouts left. Milan has all three. Handoff, Johnson. Nope, there's going to be a fake handoff. Out to the right, the quarterback, Lorick, oh, still on his run. And down to the 10. That knee pulled. Everybody went after Johnson, allowed Lorick to run out to the far side, and he was tackled at the 10. It should be first and goal at the 10 now for the Indians. About 18 yards there on that one. Yeah. Nice run for the QB. Braden Rorick. He's got 99 yards. Handoff Johnson. Up the middle. And down to the six. Second and goal. Next play for Milan. 2-0-3. Madison letting that clock tick down. I think the Madison Cubs coaching staff is just going to Tell their defense, you guys are going to have to make a play here to make this 13-7 lead stick. Madison looks a little tired right now. Let's see if they can regain it here. And off to Johnson. Breaks the tackle. In there. Across the goal line. And, ooh, I thought he was in, but they have him down at the inside the one. Oh, I thought he was in, too. Wow. Maybe his knee hit just before. I mean, he certainly made an effort to get that ball across the goal line there at the end, but he might have been down just before that. Third and goal. In the side of the one-yard line. Timeout by Madison. 122 to go in the fourth quarter. Milan trailing by a study, but knocking on the door. I think that timeout is a little late. His kids, Madison looked tired. 
uh, the last two plays. They just weren't reacting like they had been earlier in the game, uh, not nearly as aggressive. I, I think this is a good timeout right now to try to refresh them, get them fired up a little bit. Hopefully, what do they need down there, a yard or less? I'd say less. I'd like to see them go that quick quarterback sneak if they have worked before. Started this drive back at the 22-yard line with 5.17 to go. Now there's 1.22 remaining. Timeout called by Madison. That timeout presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine with locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Same-day appointments, on-site x-rays and MRIs. Learn more at beaconortho.com. The 12th play in this series. Hundred and nineteen yards for Johnson tonight. I just I'm thinking you can't hardly the way the game's gone, you, you can't hardly think right now that one or two of these teams don't make a, a penalty. Third and goal at the one for Milan. They're out of the huddle. Lined up, ready to go. Johnson. The halfback, the QB keeper for Roarig. And is he in? Touchdown! Delayed signal, but Roaring powers it across the goal line behind that Milan offensive line. Indians tied up at 13-13 with a minute 13 to play in the fourth quarter. And the extra point can break the tie. Logan Burton. Again, did not play last week at all against Lawrenceburg. Back out there tonight. Missed a long field goal attempt. Wide right. Made the previous extra point. Here's the next one. Up blocked. That's extra a live point ball. no good. Extra point is blocked. It remains 13 all with 113 to go in the fourth quarter. And Madison getting the ball back. Yikes. We're going to take a break. Back with more fourth quarter action after this. It's a shock. It's a barn burner in Milan on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom TP Auto Center. Proudly broadcasting from the Tom TP Auto Center studios inside the Eagle's Nest. Thank you for listening to WSCH Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Hebron, Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station is Eagle Country 99.3. Hey, it's Ron Real, and we'll start our work week 5 o'clock sharp Monday morning with the Ripley Crossing First Forecast. And at 520, we'll get a little sneaky and go behind the boss's back. Up real early on your home town radio station eagle country 99.3 back in milan indiana with chuck thomas i'm mike furlberg one minute 13 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter milan long touchdown drive they get a touchdown, but they do not get the extra point, and so the score remains 13-13. to Chuck, how about a SIG surveying drive survey? 12 plays, 78 yards. The ending being, of course, that one-yard quarterback sneak by uh, Rorick, who uh, ties it up. Missed kick. Score is 13-13. Here we go with a kickoff. 
remembers we got a flag. BeagleLandSurveying.com. I knew we'd have to have a flag. Too much time. That's not good. Play a game against Milan as a kicking team. That should not happen. Well, that's not what you want with a minute 13 and a team with a good field goal kicker. Yeah, and <laughs> look where the, look where their deep men are. Their deep men are sitting at the 25-yard line, so they're going to, unless something really weird happens, they're going to be have awfully good field position. All they'll have to do, uh, well, let's just see how, how it's covered. Five-yard penalty. So the ball moves from the 40 back to the 35. That's where... Island's John Aldridge will be kicking it away from. Let's go, Indians! I, I love the good thing. I don't know much about the game. <laughs> uh, Squib kick. At the 40. Milan might get on top of it. They do. They recover. Milan recovers at the 40. It was a squib kick. I'm not sure it was a designed onside. But Milan recovers it at the 40. It's skipped past one Madison Cub who had a chance to get a hand on that ball. Madison not ready for that at all. Big turn of events there. 110 on the clock. And Matt, Milan will have it officially at the 39. So they got a short field and a minute and 10 to work with plus three timeouts. That's, that's not very long when you're, I mean, that's a long time or a short time when you're running the ball. Rorick keeps it running to the left. Oh, I should have got and it. And bottled up, tackled at the 40 for a one-yard loss, second and 11, next play. Clock continues to roll inside a minute now. Again, Milan does have those three timeouts. And... Coach, we're going to use one here. Guarantee you, Coach is over there talking to Rory and he's not being polite. <laughs> well, he's saying, get out of bounds. Timeout presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, beaconortho.com. We'll step aside and come right back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. Tracy, Lenny, and Miles here to let you know our Aunt Rita and Uncle Rob and their amazing team at Seagland Surveying are celebrating 20 years of business. Beak Surveying would like to give a big thank you to all of our clients, employees, friends, and families. Good luck to all the local teams this year. For land surveying, site design, dividing property, line staking, and more, visit seaglandsurveying.com. Good luck to our own RJC. Go EC, number 55. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Timeout by Mylan. Or actually, it's called by Madison. So Mylan still has all three of their timeouts. Madison calls a timeout there. And they had an injured player. Was that a timeout? Did they call it? Is that what it was for? I think it was an injured player, yeah. That helps Milan's cause, certainly. The clock was moving when that timeout was called, whether it was forced or voluntary. 55.8 seconds remaining on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Milan has just recovered a kickoff. No, you think that was... Would you call that an onside kick or like a squib that just Madison was ill-prepared for and Milan kind of 
said, if we get this, great. If they recover a short kick, I we're happy with I, that, too. I think the second. I think they wanted to kick it through there. And uh, because they would have got where they were standing, if they kicked it to them, they would have they would have returned it much farther better than that. All right, second and 11 at the 41 for Milan. Rorick steps up in the pocket, now takes off at the 40, the 35, the 30, and diving out near the 20, pardon me, the 30-yard line is where they say he stepped out. And that'll be a yard short of a first down. Boxed off with 44.7 seconds remaining. Third and one. At the 30, they need the 29 to get a fresh set of downs. 44 seconds remaining here in the fourth in a tight ball game, 13 to 13. Milan looking for their first win of the season. Rorick hands it off to Johnson. Johnson gets that first, first down. down, and he is tackled at the 24. Move the chains. He'll stop the clock. And Milan calls a timeout. It'll be first and 10 from the 24-yard line out of the Milan timeout. Again, presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. After the game is final, we'll have your Graber Post Building Advantage post-game show. After 48 minutes of play, it'll be time for the Manchester Medals 48 post-game show. We'll have your Hagford keys to the game review. Your post-game stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College. We'll have the star of the game presented by Wardway Fuels and a Indiana University East scoreboard update. 125 for Mr. Johnson. He's done a great job tonight. I didn't think he'd be coming back the way we hit, he was limping, but he's come back with a bigger. Is that a good look? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. He's uh, been very impressive tonight. I wonder how far, what kind of range the Milan's kicker has. The longest that Logan Burton has made this season is 36. They're starting approaches his range here. Need about 20 yards, right? Yeah. Field position. Here is Rorig looking downfield, looking to pass, and then we'll throw it away out of bounds. Bring it up second and 10 from the 24 with 32 seconds remaining. Milan still has two timeouts to burn if needed. I thought maybe they'd run that ball, trying to get that ball out of the center of the field. They were picking up eight, nine yards. I don't know. I guess they're going to, looks like they're going to throw the way, throw the ball now. There's no, there's nobody, oh, okay. Somebody was not defended out there on the side. Two wide receivers out to the right side. They're certainly not playing up on them. There'll be a handoff to Johnson, and Riley Johnson will take it down to the 20. Timeout. Milan. Third down and six. At the 20-yard line with 25 seconds remaining in the fourth in a 13-all ball game. If you had your field goal unit ready to go, Burton better be your... Getting ready over there. He might have an opportunity that every kicker dreams about here to how many time game winning field goal. How many times now Milan have? Two. Well, one after that. Okay. Then they, they're in good shape, really. They could rent, run the ball one more time. Stop the clock. Try the field goal. 
that's if they could pick up what they got. They get a need. They need to get what eight more yards. You think? I wouldn't be comfortable even trying it until you got at least another eight. You did see Burton attempt a field goal earlier that was from was it 37 yards out, 30, 34, wasn't it? 30. Something like that. I think you're right. But it was wide right. Yeah. Was it long enough, though? It had plenty of leg on it. It was just not accurate. I believe I'd give that ball to Johnson on, where, on this left side. They had a lot of success over there. Out of the timeout, 25 seconds to go. Third and six from the 20-yard line. Rorick dropping back to pass under pressure. Sidesteps the pressure. Lobs it into the end zone, and it's intercepted in the end zone. Rorick saw Johnny Volk in the end zone, but he was surrounded by a couple defenders, and it was intercepted. That was not a thing to do. Making the pick, I believe it was Tatum Anderson. Heartbreak. 17 seconds remaining. It remains 13 to 13. Bad mistake by Braden Rorig. We're looking at overtime unless... Hey, did you mention that as a possibility and when we set foot yep. here in the mile of the night early on? Two teams. Island fans want to get up and get rowdy. 17 seconds and one timeout for Madison. You think they're uh, going to take a knee here? Every, everything they do, I would not. I mean, <laughs> I, 17 seconds. I mean, that's a long way to go to the end zone in 17 seconds. But they've had they're both their touchdowns have been long plays. Here's a run out to the left side. And running out of bounds on the far side of the field is Colin Yancey with 11 seconds remaining. I think that's the same play that they tried to run when Chancey scored that last 73-yard touchdown. That's not a bad call. Yancey now 99 yards. Goes for a gain of seven. 11 seconds remaining. Second and three. Hand off to Yancey again. Again running to the far side of the field, and Yancey will be out of bounds. After picking up a first, 5.8 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. 104 yards for Yancey on the night. Adam, the stats is nothing else. First and 10 for Madison from their own 34 inside five seconds, and they will not get out of bounds that time, and that is the final buzzer. Not the final buzzer, but the fourth quarter buzzer. And we will be going to overtime at the TP tonight, 13-13, to the score at the end of regulation. Looks like Milan is going to have an opportunity for a game-winning field goal at minimum, but a bad interception thrown, change possession, now we go to overtime. We'll take a break. Come back with OT after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
Hello, I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. As the medical director for Lawrenceburg, East Central, and South Dearborn High Schools, I have the privilege to take care of some of the region's greatest athletes and their families. Beacon and I have been serving you for over 15 years. We are your hometown source for orthopedic care. Whether it's shoulder, knee, hand, spine, or any joint or bone or muscle injury, we are your go-to place for orthopedic care. If you need us, schedule an appointment online at beaconortho.com or give us a call. Hello, Dearborn County. Flu season is upon us, and now is the time to receive your annual flu vaccine from the Dearborn County Health Department. Each season brings a new and different strain. If you were vaccinated earlier in the year, it's imperative that you receive your vaccine again to prevent you from getting the flu this season. Please call the DCHD to learn more or schedule an appointment, as many services are provided off-site. The DCHD strives to get you in swiftly and offers many options to meet your needs. Call 537-8843. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County. Hey, it's Ron Briel. 7.50 every workday morning. We celebrate hometown birthdays and anniversaries. Arranged by McCabe's Greenhouse and Floral in Lawrenceburg. Up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the TP in Milan, Indiana. We are going for bonus football tonight. 13 to 13 to score at the end of regulation between Milan and Madison. Milan seeking their first win of the season. They come into tonight 0-3. Madison comes in at 1-2. And overtime rules in Indiana high school football. Each team will get an opportunity to possess the football, of course. They will start with essentially a first and goal at the 10. The head coaches are meeting at midfield right now for the coin flip to see who gets the football first. But whether they score a touchdown, field goal, don't score at all, the other team will have an opportunity to match for better the first team to possess. In Ohio. And it will go on and on and on as long as necessary. We yep. should be here till 2 a.m., Chuck. Thank you. In, in, in Ohio, I think they started at 20, and if I, there were some talk about changing over in Indiana. I don't think they've changed it. I think it's still a 10, but we'll see. No, they're certainly taking their time at midfield. You, you, this is vital. You want to, you want to win the, you want to win. Okay. Milan yes. won, and they defer. They make Madison go. Milan will be trying to score going to the end zone to the south or our right, never from the press box. This means if they know what they, they can do, if they if they keep them from scoring completely, then they can kick a field goal to win. That would put pressure on Madison, okay, so it's fourth down and whatever. They got a really good kicker, you'd probably kick it. So now you go back and tell you what you're going to do with your miles. They have not, this this second half, they have not stopped Milan's running game hardly at all. I mean, they, they, they saw Milan score both their touchdowns. Yeah, and, and drive. Just, I mean, drive, yeah. Cover, one was a short short field, but the other was long. No big pass plays tonight. Nope. Well, they had a couple, but they were called back. Right. All right, first and goal for Madison from the 10. First team to possess the ball here in OT. Milan defense looking to shut him out. This is a little different offense here. Watch this side over here. They got power. Darius J, the QB for the Cubs in the shotgun. Hands it off to Colin Yancey. The up back. And he will run off right tackle. And only gains a yard. 
As Indians want to win in the worst way. 0-3 coming into tonight. Second and goal from the nine. Madison maintaining that no huddle offense here in OT. Darius J. Taken down. No, the back. No, he scrambles out of it. Off and running, and just does get back to near the line of scrimmage. He should have been t- taken down and sacked for a loss. There's a defender who had him by the back of the jersey, and he somehow wrestled away. Job by Darius J. To. Get back to the 10-yard line. So he does lose a yard on that play. Goes from second and nine to third and ten. Third and goal from the ten, I should say. The Indian fans trying to will their team, their defense, to make a stand here. And a timeout. Called by Madison. Timeout presented by Deacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. They have same-day appointments, on-site x-rays and MRIs. Check them out at DeaconOrtho.com. Final score in Rushville tonight. Batesville defeats Rushville 13 to 7. I'm about out of juice in my phone. Need a charger? I got one in the car. There we go, out of the timeout. Getting late here in Milan. My phone battery's getting a little slow too, Chuck. Been here a while. Watch Jancy on this. 13 all here and over to first overtime. Madison facing a third and goal from the 10. Fade pass back of the end Got zone. It. Going up and making the catch is Yancey. Touchdown. I believe that is Yancey making that catch in the back of the end zone for the Madison Cubs. 19-13. to 13. Well executed play by Madison there. You're smiling. I'm not sure you can defend that really any better. Just a well-placed ball and then Yancey going up above everybody else and coming, up, coming down with the jump ball. Nice uh, reception. Nice pass, too. Extra point to come next. Clint Hearn lining it up. We missed Madison's last extra point. Snap, hold, kick is good. 20 to 13. Now Milan's opportunity here in the first overtime. So they'll have to put at least seven on the board to keep it going. Touchdown and a two-point conversion would win it for the Indians. But you got to get in the end zone first. We'll have the ball at the 10. 
And they'll stay on this side of the field. Milam looking for their first victory on this new artificial turf field they have at the TP. Twenty to thirteen, Madison. Now first and goal from the ten for Milan on their first overtime possession. They have to match here, or it's over. Sweep. Bringing it near side is Johnny Volk, and Volk gets wrapped up by the ankles by Ethan Anderson. Has had a pretty nice game defensively tonight for the Madison Cubs. No gain on the play. Second and goal from the 10 for the Indians. Three wide receiver set. Johnson in the backfield with Rorig, the quarterback. Johnson, nope. not take the handoff. It'll be kept by Rorig. Rorig will dive forward for the gain of two. Bringing up third and goal from the eighth. Looks like there's a little confusion on the uh, the mesh. Roy put it in, and I think uh, I think Johnson thought he was going to get it. Kind of, you see him kind of wrestling for the ball there. This needs to be a big play, don't it? Mm-hmm. Third and goal from the eight. Dory. Hands it off. Johnson. Johnson up the middle. Into the end zone. Milan touchdown. Eight-yard touchdown run for Riley Johnson. Now, a decision for Milan. Do you kick the extra point, which you had blocked on your last touchdown, to try and tie it, or you go for two to win? They're going to keep Rorig out there. As the quarterback, looks like Milan's going to go for two to win. So you either convert this and you win, or you don't and you lose. Duffy call here from Coach Lankerman. Ball game here. 20 to 19, Milan trails by one. Here in the first OT, going for two. Need to convert to win. Rorig running to his right. And yeah. in for the touchdown. Woo. makes good on the interception at the end of regulation and gets in for the Milan score. 21-20, the final. Milan fans celebrating. What a night here at the TP. Overtime victory, the first victory on the new artificial turf field. Their first win of the season, now one and three. And in dramatic fashion, Riley Johnson with the touchdown in OT and then the two-point conversion on the QB keeper by Braden Borig. Chuck. Yeah, I tell you what, they deserve to win. I mean, they played really, really, really well. Uh, 
you, I mean, defensively, they they had they allowed three plays. <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, they uh, the second half they ruled. Uh, the, the, the line of scrimmage. They just ran and ran and ran. Uh, Johnson ends up with about 135 yards of offense. And he had, at around the halftime mark, he had like 50. Second half, they and, and they, they just dominated the round ground game. Feel bad for the Cubs. They they did a lot of nice things out there. I like that Yancey kid, don't you? Yeah, he's a player. That was a, that was a fun game, Chuck. We're going to yeah. take a break. We'll come back with the after 48 minutes of play for the Manchester Metals 48 posting show. This is high school football. Island winners in overtime tonight over Madison, 21-20 on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Healthcare positions are now available at OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine at their Lawrenceburg office and offices in Ohio and Kentucky. Start earning paid time off on your very first day with 401k and company match, comprehensive medical, dental, and vision, paid holidays, tuition reimbursement, and more. Apply at orthocincy.com or simply walk in weekdays for an on-the-spot interview. More details at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy with a Y.com. Right, Manchester Medals 40. What are you doing? We're going to rock this Graber Post Buildings pole barn and bring it to life. Seriously. Schedule a free consultation. Pick from 28 different colors. Including camouflage. Live pricing and delivery to your door within a week, including every instruction you'll need, right down to the final screw. I'll get one of our roadies to build it. They can help you find someone to build it to and even provide you with a quote to take to the bank. Make your pole barn or condominium rock. Designing your dreams with the Graber Post Buildings Advantage with Manchester Metals 48. The city of Lawrenceburg offers a complete package for individuals, families, and local businesses to think local and grow local. Expansive business opportunities, quality housing options, destination dining with premier events and award-winning parks. Visit thinklarnsburg.com and find out why Lawrenceburg is truly a city on the rise. Discover Lawrenceburg, a city on the rise. Thinklawrenceburg.com, your River City destination. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacies. The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season. Your family's hometown I'm Anna Mormon Eibold, a 2007 graduate of East Central High School and a 2010 graduate of Indiana University East. IU East is affordable with small class sizes, personal attention from professors, and a sense of community. IU East focused on my needs and made me feel connected. IU East can do the same for you at the Lawrenceburg campus, on the Richmond campus, or online. Learn more at iue.edu slash admissions. It's no secret. Supply chain issues and scarce inventory have caused inflation in pricing vehicles. We've all seen some of the markup dealerships are adding to vehicles, but not at Hag Ford. Ordering your new vehicle at Hag Ford is easy and transparent. Build your vehicle, see the MSRP, and that's what you pay. And on top of that, we are still offering our customers our complimentary oil change and tire rotation program for the life of the vehicle ownership. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Oil change and tire rotation program not included on diesel or dual rear wheel vehicles. Hi, I'm Elizabeth.
Elizabeth Kirchgastner, and I am a Dearborn County Youth Ambassador. DCYA is a student-driven volunteer program under Dearborn County CASA. We are high school students from all three local districts, private schools, and homeschools. And we believe community involvement, family, and school are the most powerful ways to build a drug-free community and keep our youth safe. We are always looking for new ambassadors to join the revolution. You can lead by example, enhance your resume, and qualify for scholarships. Find us on Insta and Spotify with hashtag IDareYou or visit DearbornCountyCASA.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jaydeep Chandari, a board-certified and fellowship-trained spine specialist with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. My team and I strive to serve the Southeast Indiana and Westside Cincinnati communities. We are available each week at Beacon's Lawrenceburg and Western Hills offices for your convenience. We take the time to evaluate your condition and customize the best plan of care for you. You can schedule an appointment by calling 513-354-3700 or visiting beaconortho.com. Come experience the Beacon difference today. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. All right, welcome back to the CP Milan, Indiana. This is after 48 minutes of play, the Manchester Metals 48th post-game show. With the Graber Post Building's advantage, they offer new construction and remodeling with real-time interactive 3D software so you can see your project before it comes to life. ManchesterMetals48.com. Heck of a game in Milan tonight. Final score 21-20 to in overtime. Milan gets the victory over the Madison Cubs. And as I said, it's overtime, and you know it, it was dramatic. Uh, kind of a slog a lot of the way, not the most well-executed or uh, cleanly played game. Plenty of penalties against both teams tonight. But ultimately, Milan does rise to the occasion in overtime. They get a touchdown by their star tailback, uh, Riley Johnson, uh, from eight yards out on third down and goal. And after that, after having their previous touchdown in the fourth quarter, uh, the PAT on that block, Milan elects to go for two after the overtime TD, and they convert on the run by quarterback Braden Rorig, and they walked it off here in Milan, Indiana tonight, 21-20. to Chuck, how about a look at our Hag Forward postgame keys to the game? We said uh, uh, errors, uh, field position, and uh, the second half, what I said was pretty close. Uh, uh, most of those scores were uh, because of field position and mistakes. Well, one thing I did not mention, I guess I should have, was the, the amount of penalties both teams had. I didn't realize that this was not a, a clean play game. I don't mean dirty play, just lots of mistakes out there tonight. Yeah. But we talked about uh, field position, uh, we, and I can't. I think, uh, what else did we talk about? I can't even remember now. Well, field position was the main thing, and yeah, uh, you were right about that at one point, because um, Usually when Milan had their success in their scoring drives, it was with a short field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was an interesting game played. I mean, both teams taking chances. Uh, that showed you how desperate both teams were for a win, I think. You know, it just, I mean, a lot of people would have just gone ahead and kicked and, and tried to tie it. I, I like the, the decision to go for two, uh, especially the way Johnson ran in the second half. It looked to me uh, like the second half, the offensive line was kind of dominating. It looked like uh, Madison's defensive line got tired, 
and Johnson just took advantage of that. He just ran so strong. Um, and I mean, I, I don't, he ended up with, uh, a bunch of yardage. What I have him down here for, and I think I missed one. Um, I had him down for like 134 yards of rushing and, uh, much of that in the second half. He just poured it on. All right, that's your post-game keys to the game presented by Ag Ford. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today, agfordsales.com. How about our Wardway Fuels star of the game? I think you gave us a pretty good indication of who that <laughs> might be right there, Chuck. Uh, no question. You and I both uh, think it's Raleigh Johnson. He he, he was uh, uh, particularly the second half. He was a man among men, uh, boys out there uh, running the ball. He was amazing. That's your... Wardway Fuel star of the game, Milan running back Riley Johnson. For over 40 years, Wardway Fuels has starred as your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit them online at wardway.com. Also, let's have a look at our Ivy Tech postgame stats report. Chuck, give us a right. quick uh, summary. Still kind of working on that. Um, Yancey was the big, uh, big player for Madison, he had a good night, 133 yards rushing, uh, 73, what was it, 73 on the one play, uh, and he ends up with uh, 133. Uh, and and Skinner had 84, and he had a 73-yard run. So out those two those two running plays, not much. The total offense uh, was about uh, about two about 235, excuse me, 240 uh, for the Cubs. Second half, not really very much of anything. Uh, they scored. You know, if you think about it, they really didn't really didn't threaten, except they they scored on two running plays and the overtime throw. Those three plays, and they, other than that, they didn't do much. Now, Milan, uh, unbelievable in the second half. They just dominated the ball. They ended up rushing the ball for seventy-two times or fifty-two times for two hundred and seventy-one yards. Most of that in the second half, and most of that Johnson uh, threw the ball. They didn't throw the ball well, just enough, 7 for 22, uh, for a total of 358 yards of offense uh, tonight. They, as we already talked about, Johnson had uh, the 134, 35 yards. Uh, uh, Brandon Roy, he had a nice night, too. He had over, he had 113 yards rushing. Uh, Pierce, Ethan Pierce, he got 3 for 51 um, penalties. Only one turnover tonight. That one interception. Uh, penalties were crazy. They, uh, Milan had 10 and, uh, Madison had nine. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> passing for, um, for, uh, Madison wasn't, you know, it wasn't up to par either. Here's an interesting stat, uh, for me. Milan had 16 first downs tonight. 16. Uh, and uh, rushing and two passing. And if you look over here at uh, Madison, they had uh, six first downs altogether, and two of those right before, you know, half when they were just trying to just get, you know, giving them yardage. Mm-hmm. So the game was pretty dominated um, by, uh, by uh, the Indians tonight. A good win for Coach uh, and the Milan Indians. All right. That's a look at your post-game stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College. Take your next step at Ivy Tech, Lawrenceburg, or Batesville, your hometown college. Scholarships are available, and textbooks are free. Apply now at ivytech.edu slash apply. Also, 
Attend Tuesdays at the Tech to explore programs and career options and take a personalized tour. Schedule now for Tuesdays at the Tech at ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays. How about a look at our IU East scoreboard update? Quick uh, note here, we do not have a score. and not seen one all night come in from the South Dearborn Connersville game. If you're on your way home from that and uh, you'd love to give us an update on what that score is, please give us a call at our studio at 888-537-9724. Again, 888-537-9724. We'll relay that score for South Dearborn Connersville to the rest of our winners. Uh, we do know the finals of all the other area games tonight. East Central defeats Franklin County 54-0. Lawrenceburg all over Greensburg 55-0. Edinburgh defeats Switzerland County 19-0. And Batesville defeats Rushville tonight 13-7. That's your IU East scoreboard update. Earn an Indiana University degree with tuition you can afford at IU East. Small class sizes, personal attention from professors while earning the IU reputation that gets you the job. IUE.edu. Also uh, recognizing our sponsors at Dearborn County Casa. They are a sponsor of our starting lineup to live. Join the voices for recovery at DearbornCountyCasa.com. And this has been, after 48 minutes of play, the Manchester Metals 48 postgame show. Metal roofing and siding supplied by Graber Post Buildings in 31 colors. Learn more about them at ManchesterMetals48.com. Milan wins tonight in overtime, 21 to 20. They are now one and three on the season. Finally, in the win column are the Indians. Madison they fall to one and three. Milan will be back in action next Friday night here at home against an Ohio school, New Miami, making the long trip out here to Milan, Indiana, for the game next Friday night. And as for Madison, they will be at home against Jennings County uh, next Friday night, and looking to get back on the right side of things. Chuck, any final comments from you before we say goodbye? Just a real quick one. I, I did. I neglected to uh, say uh, what a big part that offensive line for the Indians uh, was tonight. They really opened up some holes for Johnson, and uh, he, he took care of it. He took advantage of it. Awesome. And we're going to thank a few people before we say goodbye. Got to thank our board out back in the studio. That's Casey. Casey, thank you very much for coming out and running the board for us tonight back at the Eagles Nest. I'd like to thank all our sponsors here on Eagle Country 99.3 High School Sports. Uh, of course, I'd like to thank you, the listener. And we'd also like to thank the athletic staff, uh, A.D. John Cryfogel here at Milan High School, also head coach uh, Ryan Langferman for uh, the pregame interview and all the other help they gave us throughout the week getting prepared for today's broadcast and uh, many others, uh, too numerous to mention. So we're going to, with that, sign off. From the teepee in Milan, Indiana, where tonight the Milan Indians defeat the Madison Cubs in overtime 21-20 to on a walk-off two-point conversion by quarterback Braden Rorig. For Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perleberg saying thanks for listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and so long. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Survey, Manchester Metals 48, IU East, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Wardway. 
Ray Fuels and Ortho Cincy. Thank you for listening and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.